It, it's the World Wide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Radio Network. Contest the bottom line. The Stone Cold Simpson. Everybody dies. Because I'm better than you, and you know it. Woo! Yes, Welcome to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back live here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is the Only Wrestling Talk Show. This is Off the Mat. We join you every Tuesday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Of course, my co-host, Mr. Alex Lowe's. How are you doing, sir? Nothing much, Josh. I've been doing well. It's been a busy week. We got a lot to catch. We got a lot to catch up on regarding New Japan Pro Wrestling, WWE, Major League Wrestling, WrestleMania. We got a lot to talk about. So stick with us here the whole way through the show. We got an amazing one. We got a special guest coming up very, very soon, just in a couple minutes. So just be uh, stand, stick with us here the whole way through. Thanks. And, of course, Lyle Gillen, he is out tonight on assignment. He will be back with us next week. For those uh, that don't know by now, um, here's what you have to do. You want to listen to our show? It's quite simple. Well, first off, if you want to call in our show, the number is right below us, 203-903-8271. That's 203-903-8271 is the phone number to uh, reach out to us, to talk to us live here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'd love to hear your phone calls and your feedback. How you can also check out our show, it's quite simple. All you have to do is download our app. Whoa, how do you download our app? It's as follows. What you do is if you have an iPhone, you go to the Apple Store, you type in WWSRN. And if you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store, you type in Worldwide Sports. You click download or you click install. It is that simple. After that, here's what happens. You get all of our content. You get all of our shows. Any clips that you maybe want to re-watch or re-listen to. You get the audio feed if you're driving. So that way you're able to listen to the show if you can't watch it. Whatever shows are live. You get all of our articles that all of our wonderful writers here write about all the time. And again, every time the show goes live, it pings on your phone. It's as simple as that. So just download the app. Go and to our beautiful website. about it, it's absolutely free. You don't have yes, to it pay. Yes, it is. It is free. Time. The website is completely free. It's awesome. Check out our beautiful website as well, WorldWideSportsRadio.com. You can check that out. We're the only website that has analytics on there as well. And, of course, we have – I didn't even mention we have Speedy PD, of course, helping us produce the show tonight, which is always awesome as well. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube periscope we are on every single platform well 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 as errol marx likes to say and speedy gnosis well 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 there's a lot of wells um because there's a lot to get into tonight um there definitely is josh there is and and we have a special guest coming on with us in just a few minutes uh he is the host of cast chronicles um he is mr kev castle he will be on with us in just a few minutes to talk WrestleMania, to talk NXT, 
Maybe if he wants to chime in a little bit on our New York Mets, he and I, he could chime in on the Mets a little bit after that debacle last night, which I think we all predicted could have happened. Um, If you guys want to follow us on social media, you can follow me at Show Slows. You can follow Josh at Josh Silverberg on Twitter. And you can follow the Worldwide Sports Radio Network at WWSRN underscore radio. Also, follow the Off The Mat Twitter page at Off The Mat WWSRN. Same for Facebook. And we also have a Google website that is Off The Mat WWSRN.com. The link is in our bio on Twitter if you want to take a look at that. We also have... I, I recently just added a new page. We have an announcement page. We have live... Uh, we have a live wrestling result page. We also have uh, upcoming guest page, and we also and we 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 have included live uh, events and upcoming events page. So you definitely want to check all that stuff out on our website. Absolutely, and of course, that is something that you know we have so much happening. There's so much going on. And like I said, the show is so jam packed tonight because we're trying to fit a billion things at once. I mean, this is WrestleMania week. So, we are going to preview WrestleMania with Kev when he comes on. We're going to preview NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver with Kevin as well. Um, and then the next half, um, after 9 o'clock, we're going to go... We're actually, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go to a break at... Um, what I want to do is we're going to go to a break at around 8.25, 8.30. So, Speedy, just know that we're going to go to a break at 8.30. Kev's going to stay on with us throughout during that break. Um... And then when he comes back, we're going to do that. And then after 9 o'clock, we are going to come back. We're going to do some New Japan Pro Wrestling talk. We're going to do some MOW talk. We're going to do a little bit of AEW talk. There's not really as much with AEW this week, of course, with all these shows and stuff going on. And then the last half, we're going to do some push fire job this week in wrestling history. And we're going to do um, some trivia as well. So, Speedy, is, 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 is our friend here yet? Speedy? 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 I, think he is. I think he is here. He's in the bot. He's in the bot. He's here. I'm waiting for him to turn his camera on. Oh, okay. All right. When he's ready. Whenever he's ready. I, should, I give him the pro- uh, should I give him the proper introduction? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see when he comes on. I'm waiting for him to turn his camera on. Hold on one second. Let me see. Uh, Alex, say something really quick. Uh, okay. So about the WW, the off the mat WWSRM website, uh, we have an, a we have a a page where you can get you can get in contact with us. We have all of our information there. We have a contact page in case anybody wants to be a special guest on our on our show or send messages directly to us. Also, we have an anniversary show coming up on June 15th, and that is our one-year anniversary of Off the Mat, which is incredible that we have come that far, that we've come over, that yes, we're almost to one year. That's It's amazing what time can do. It's incredible. Yes, it is. So Kevin just said he's going to be on in just a minute or so. He just has his camera ready to go, but he's going to be on with us. But again... Um, this gives us time a little bit to chime in a little bit about Speedy. We'll take care of that when Kevin comes on, and he'll he'll notify me when Kevin's ready, and I'll introduce him, of course. But um, pretty much, um, <clears throat> so what I wanted to 
kind of talk about and bring up is this because, you know, we're going to discuss WrestleMania. Alex had some interesting points before the show. It was kind of throwing me off a little bit. Alex said he's only looking forward to one match, and that's a triple threat match. Um, and, and the thing is, I don't want to really make it an interview with Kev. I want to make it like a full-blown uh, conversation with him, kind of integrate him into the show. So it's, it, it's fascinating. You say you're only looking forward to one match. Now, I think there's a couple of matches on the card when I look at WrestleMania in itself. Mm-hmm. I actually, by the way, really quick, my Mr. and Mrs. WrestleMania Met t-shirt. I got Mr. Orange Cassidy. That has nothing to do with <laughs> WrestleMania at all. Nope. But, um, <laughs> but, um, I'm just teasing you. But, of course, you know, we look at WrestleMania. Look, this is going to be a big thing with the oh, crowd yeah. coming back. How much 25. did they, how many people did they say were coming in? 25,000 in attendance. So, so yeah, that- so it's all going to be potted seats. So basically, I, I read the WWE uh, guideline and everything on their website. Basically, it, based on the amount of people you have, it can be one to six in a pod. So if you're going by yourself, you're going to be in one pod. If you're going with a group of people, it's going to be six people to a pod. So And they're going to have uh, social distancing so everybody's spread out. So, for example, say there's a seat here, there's going to be a seat over back here in the next section. So, they're having everybody spread out. I do believe you can walk on the concourse. Uh, I think you just can't be too close to people from what I'm hearing. No, that's totally – look, you know, um, I, I think when you look at the whole thing, it's, it's – I, I just think the whole thing is kind of cool when you look at it. Um, I, I think – it's it, it's exciting because you're kind of going to get a little bit of normalcy again. Um, so I think that's a pretty cool thing that that's happening. Um, at the same time, you know, the um, the nice thing is, is again, and, you know, hope he's here. He is here. Ladies and gentlemen, so he's only going to be on the audio tonight, but that's okay. We're just glad he he is with us tonight. He's an awesome guy. He's somebody that I've been following for a while now. I've been wanting to get him on the show for a while. Uh, pretty much he is the host of Castle Chronicles, and in his tweet name, he is that guy. Yeah, he is that guy. <laughs> he is Mr. Kevin Castle. Kevin, how are you, sir? What's up, guys? Can you hear me what? good? We hear you good. We hear, we hear you good. loud and clear. I, I, I forgot that you could only do the audio. That's yeah, yeah. I'm actually I was doing something. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get on my desk because I'm doing multitasking and I wanted to give you my full attention. So I was trying to get everything done in, in one shot because I knew it was going to be a hectic week with WrestleMania and I'm doing a few different appearances. Uh, I mean, we can get into all that, but uh, I wanted to uh, give you guys my undivided attention. So I'm like, well, I'm like, oh shit, I got to run in front of a camera. But yeah, hey, I, can, listen, I can do the audio. But, uh, attention. I never give anybody attention. So that's you're already better than I am. So uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, it's my professional uh, attitude that served me well and sometimes didn't serve me well over the years. So um, but yeah, no, I'm glad to be here, man. I'm happy to be well, here. Well, listen, we're glad to have you on. Listen, I know you've been watching wrestling. I believe you've been watching the WWE. Uh, 
for, forgive me if I say this wrong. I believe you said since 1979 is what you told me. Am I correct on that or am I wrong? With yeah, that? no, 1979. I was 11 yeah, years old. Yeah, what I mean with my listening, I remember. Yeah, you know, good, 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 good catch there. Um, <laughs> my gonna, wife will tell me I don't listen to her though. But that's uh, okay. no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be 53 in June, and I've been watching wrestling since I'm 11 years old, 1979. And uh, I'm, I guess the first person I ever saw on TV was uh, Pedro Morales, and uh, that was the first wrestler I ever saw. And then Bob Backlund was having like a non-title match that night against one of the Samoans. And I was hooked from there. And I never, never stopped, never uh, took a break from watching wrestling. I took a break from my, my we can maybe even talk about my Mets, who I love. Oh, I know, God, I know, I don't even get. Ooh, I know, man. Last night, last, night, last, night, last night was uh, killing me still. But I've taken a break from baseball. I've taken a break from football. You know, a couple, like a year, a season I won't watch. But wrestling, I've been unwavering. I've never stop watching wrestling even during the down years with in 94 95 when it was really bad and it's been kind of bad in the last couple of years but i, I never wavered it was probably the most consistent thing uh, i've been dedicated to in my life well look i give you a lot of credit you've been through a lot of ups and a lot of downs with wwe um and i know i'm going to sound like a broken record here and alex knows this about me but uh i was a wcw guy right uh, I was not a WWE guy. I was full on WCW. I was a Sting guy. That was who my guy was. Um, and then the then the company went to crap. They didn't know what to do. So many politics were involved. Uh, they were giving out creative control and the contracts and everything like that. But we wanted to get you on because we know you're a big WWE guy, and we we wanted to talk to you about, of, of course, WrestleMania this week, NXT this week, and everything like that. I actually wanted to give you a, a, a quick update because Dominic Smith just hit a two-run home run for you. So there you go. Oh, nice. There you go. So there you go. It's a little update for you there. Um, I want to talk about, you know, because we're going to talk WrestleMania to around 830, and then we'll go to break, and we'll do a little more Mania. Then when we come back from break, we'll do NXT TakeOver because I know you're going to be on this till 9. I want to get into basically the card of WrestleMania. I mean, you're looking hmm. at the main matches itself. I mean – Alex made an interesting point. He said he's only looking forward to one match, and that's Edge, Roman Reigns, Daniel there's, Bryan. There's a, reason, there's a reason to that. There's there a is reason a reason to that. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. My opinion, Kev, what, what matches do you think in your mind stand out? Because remember, I did say to you last night on Twitter, you owe me two bathroom break matches, one for each night. You did there owe you me that. <laughs> <laughs> you did owe me that. You got one last night with the with – the, I think the, the women's tag team match is going to be the other one. But uh, what matches are you mostly looking forward to? Of course, you hear Brian, Edge, Roman. But there's a pretty good amount of matches on this card that you really can say this mania can be good if they just do it correctly. Well, I think, you know, the the – deciding factor and a main component of this whole thing is fans being back in the arenas and mm-hmm. stadiums for the first time for WWE. I mean, obviously AEW has uh, allotted fans to be in there for, for a while now, you know, patched around the, the stadium or wherever that is. WWE has really not. I mean, in NXT and, you know, they let some people around. It's mostly NXT family and people like that. It's not really fans per se. They just want a bunch of people on camera. But these are real fans. I mean, people are going to be in the stands. I understand they're going to fill it with some a lot of family members of the wrestlers too who are being uh, sectioned off uh, from what I'm told. Um, what is the final – do you guys have the final number of what is it, 25,000? 25,040 expected attendance. And remember, this is the only time that they're they're doing this because next year and the year after, they already gave the dates. They're not doing two nights. 
Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a big part of this. I think that uh, the, the the fan aspect of it, I mean, you know, because uh, when I look at it that way and I look at who the fans are really going to, the matches they're going to really be into, I'm hoping the fans don't sit on their hands for any match. I hope after a year, the people who are lucky enough and privileged enough, in my opinion, to be able to go to this very historic WrestleMania after a year of COVID, all on lockdown, everybody getting back out, getting on the other side of this thing. It is a very historic WrestleMania, and people are looking at it from, but okay, it's a weak card. I hear that all the time, but it's a weak. I don't think, I think they're missing the point, and I don't know if you guys agree with me. It's about getting back out there. Things are going to get better. We're, we're, we're getting, to, again, we're getting on the other side of this. And you could say, well, WB wasn't so great before COVID. All right. But again, if you want to look at it glass half empty, I want to look at it glass half full. I want to see how the crowd reacts. Maybe the crowd will go crazy for Lana or Natty or someone who doesn't really get a lot of applause when they used to pack the, the, the arenas. Uh, maybe they're going to, you know, cheer people that didn't cheer before. Is Drew McIntyre going to get booed? Is Bobby Lashley going to get a big ovation? But I think the match that's really going to tell the story is going to be interesting is obviously Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and Edge, because you have three guys there who have solid fan bases. I mean, you got three. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if Reigns is going to get a rousing ovation. I don't know if Edge is going to get booed out of the building. What's she now? Because he's a heel now. Turn heel. Same thing with Roman. Roman's a heel now, too. Roman, too. Well, mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. Roman's a, a, a cool heel yeah. now. It's cool to wear a Roman Reigns shirt where two years ago you had to fight people over it. Uh, and Daniel Bryan, <laughs> don't, don't, I think yeah, here's a weird thing. Boy, has times changed since 2014. I think oh, yeah. going go, going into this match, in my opinion, the probably most likely to get booed and not the fan favorite is Daniel Bryan, in my opinion, because Edge is now a dirty heel again. Like people like him as the ultimate opportunist. Roman Reigns is a straight up the number one guy in SmackDown. The only reason, in my opinion, they do two million viewers is probably Reigns as a heel, and uh, he's a main component of why SmackDown does almost twice as good as Raw. So you think um, Daniel Bryan, in your mind, is is the guy that's going to get uh, I think so, because he's like a goody-goody babyface, and maybe people are just like, you know, going to go just to be anti this or that, and anti-establishment, boo people on purpose. I, I don't know how the fans are going to play with it at, in the stadium, but if it's a bunch of, you know, because really, if you're going to this, you guys got to figure, these are diehard fans who are going, you know, because let's be honest, you guys probably know too, there's a, a component of people that are still afraid to go to these big things. They're not sure even with the vaccines and stuff they're still i don't know yet let me i'm not going to test the waters just yet maybe in the summertime but right now i'm still a little iffy uh some people haven't gotten the vaccine i mean again there's people who are still a little uh hesitant to do big crowds right now so people who are going are clearly diehard wrestling fans it's not gonna be someone's going for the for the hell of it can i curse on the show can i curse yeah, you can go. Uh, I was like, yeah, people are going to go go for the fuck of it. You know, what I mean, they're not going to. Yeah. You're you're going because you you want to be part of this epic event. Uh, and again, it's a select bunch of people. So, and I'm sure the tickets are mad expensive. So, if you're going, uh, I would hope that you're going with a purpose to to uh, plan to enjoy it and not go there with your arms folded. This sucks. This sucks. Stay home if that's the case. You know, yeah. what I mean, stay home. What are you What are you going? What are you spending this hundred thousand dollars for to be mad? You know, what I mean. Yeah. Alex, what did you? I know you wanted to ask uh, Kev something. You already talked a little bit about it, but what are your thoughts on this year's WrestleMania WrestleMania attendance? Do you think it's going to stand out, and do you think it's going to be a big draw? Do you think WrestleMania is going to get the impact it deserves for this year? Only because, like again, it's the first show back from COVID, and it's the first show back, uh, you know, and it's WrestleMania. This is not SummerSlam, Survivor Series. You know, say what you want about those other, you know, the big four, as they call it, uh, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, 
SummerSlam, WrestleMania. WrestleMania is always number one. doesn't matter if Royal Rumble is your favorite show. WrestleMania is it. That's why they do the Hall of Fame and all the accoutrements exactly. that they have uh, during WrestleMania. Um, I, I think, like I said, it's, it's an historic event. People are looking at the card and saying, but it's not the best card. It's not the best team they could put on the field. Actually, it really is because they're putting all their key players on the team. Now, true, Bailey still, I don't think, has a match yet. There's a few people who haven't been, you're not really, really sure what they're doing, and you're not even sure if they're on WrestleMania. But WWE, I think, is making a concerted effort to get everybody on, even if it's Battle Royals. And listen, I'm not crazy about the Battle Royal thing or, you know, the 47 woman tag team match or whatever is going on with them. Uh, with all the, the, all the, you know, I know it's only like four, uh, four women tag team, but it seems like they're, they're throwing everybody in there. Uh, not everybody, like you guys know, like you guys follow baseball. So not everybody plays in the big game. Sometimes you got to ride the bench. Sometimes they can't stick you in there. But WWE's making a concerted effort to get everybody in. And uh, I think because of the long layoff, they think, I feel they, they owe it to their wrestlers who stayed loyal to them and worked during COVID. I think, you know, WWE gets painted as like a real, you know, son of a bitch organization. They don't care about people. I, I don't really believe that. I know people who work there. And, you know, I fans just, I, I think everybody just likes a Darth Vader, whether it's running, you know, whether you're in charge of the Yankees or the Red Side, you're a horrible person. They, they, they don't, you know, I think fans just say stuff to stay stuff. But the, the truth of the matter is, I think the people who uh, stuck with WWE lo love working there. The people who didn't are now in AEW. But WrestleMania time, I think everybody wants to be down with the WWE because all eyes, even in the industry tonight, I was watching all like news shows are covering the Hall of Fame, and they're not even doing the big Hall of Fame that they normally do. You know, it's mostly people on camera, uh, you know, doing live remotes. Uh, you know, they have a little bit of a gathering there, but it's not the big extravaganza that they've done. WrestleMania is a big deal. People can downplay it all they want, but I think – Again, this is a historic one. So the fans are a big part of the fans are more part of this WrestleMania than they've ever been before because the, the noise they make is going to be noticed. We're all going to talk about it. Wow, that was a lot of noise for 25, 30,000 people. And you guys know 25, 30,000 people can make a lot of noise. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, absolutely. My biggest thing is, and, and, and again, we're talking uh, right now, we are, we are talking with the host of Castle, Castle Chronicles, and he was. Uh, also in uh, Rolling Stone magazine, that's Kevin Castle with us. Kev, you look at the card in itself. Um, it's it's weird to me. I agree with everything you're saying. By the way, I think it's weird. You're not seeing those big, huge names that you. No, want. you're not. You're not, and you know, you're not seeing Undertaker, Brock, Triple Cena, H, The Rock. All you know, all the Triple H, all these guys are not in the card this year, and. In a pan during a pandemic, and now also by the way, Kev, Alex actually lives in the Tampa area. He lives in uh, oh, yeah, right okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, nice. so in a non-travel kind of, and again, no, if I always say this to Alex, and not the biggest um, travel destination of Tampa with no big name, big name superstars that are there, um, and with the way this card is built. I'm actually excited about it because you're seeing certain matches that are dream matches like Seth Rollins and Cesaro, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. You're seeing these guys, you know, some of these guys. These I think the mid-card matches are really, really, really cool. Even Bobby and Drew are another one. And then, of course, Bianca and Sasha is going to kill her. I think they should main event night one. That's my opinion on that. Mm -hmm. but you, so you don't have those big, big names this year in a pandemic situation where there's not much of a travel destination, but do you think WWE has done the best they could in putting this together with some of those big names that aren't on the card this year that you normally would see? 
Because you also see names like Aleister Black and Shinsuke Nakamura not get on on two nights, which to me not having Shinsuke on is is crazy in my opinion a little bit. Yeah, you know, again, you don't really know what goes on uh, behind the scenes. There's, there's, you know, sometimes, uh, again, some people aren't clicking. They aren't getting along with the writers. Uh, the agents are losing faith maybe in some people. I think, again, for us as fans, we see the talent and we go, oh, this guy, why is Alistair Black? But we don't know if he's a problem child behind the scenes, if there was some static because of Zelina leaving. Is Alistair feeling the effects of that? We don't know. We, we, we you know, the, 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 the innuendos and rumors that, that go around wrestling are just, you know, they're, they're head spinning. Uh, same thing with Shinsuke Nakamura. Everyone's like, I don't understand. I, I think that there's sometimes more to a story than we're even told. And, and the only way you really find out, as you guys know, is when these guys actually leave the WWE and they're free to do shoot interview or yeah, I mean, really, he, really he just resigned with them, Kev. He just resigned with them. He just resigned with them. He yeah, loves, he, he loves, living in florida from what i understand he's very pretty happy his yeah. kids are in the school system in florida he loves living in florida shinsuke nakamura he does not want to go back to japan i've been told this by several people who i, I trust and he's pretty happy and it's funny that the fans are not happy that he's not mad you know what i'm saying it's like no, they're, they're not happy that he's not miserable and it's like <laughs> how, how can you because i think again you guys know too from following baseball athletes Mm -hmm. know their window and they see, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura is on the cusp if he's not already 40. Uh, and I think he yes. sees the, he sees the writing on the wall and saying, how much more time do I have in this thing? What can I do? How can I max out my earning potential for my family? Fans can't always suspend that and say, no, well, you know, it's, they're not respecting them. They are respecting them. That's why they're paying him millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that you can't be on TV all the time. And again, you don't know the situation at hand. You're just assuming they're disrespecting him. They sometimes they even come to a conclusion where, listen, don't use me till you can put me in something decent. Sometimes the wrestlers even request that. I don't know if you guys even know that if you got nothing, really nothing for me, don't give me anything garbage. I'll sit it out. I'll wait. Tell me when you got something for me. Sometimes it's a mutual agreement. But again, um, you know, I think uh, it's it's a cooler narrative to put disgruntled employee. They can't wait to leave. And then you find out there was really. Nothing, or, the, or there's an injury that, that just wasn't reported, or there's something not clicking for them. But yeah, there's people not on WrestleMania, and I don't think it's to hurt them or to stick it to them. Uh, I think sometimes you can't just fit everybody in, and it's not uh, in, a, in, a, in a you know vengeful, spirited way. It's because they just don't have room for them. As far as not putting, look, Taker's retired. I mean, people cannot believe that all they want, but I have good, good sources that he is never coming back in the ring. He will come back for the Hall of Fame. And I'm not saying I, I don't believe that. Next year, I believe they're in Texas. Is that right? They're in yeah, uh, they're in Dallas next year. Expect uh, Taker to headline the Hall of Fame next That's year. That's what I figured. Uh, yeah, in his home state. I figured he'll headline yeah. it next year, and then they'll yes. probably have Batista do it the year after in Hollywood. That's correct, correct. Mm -hmm. That you, you're thinking like a, a smart fan. I mean, well, that's, I'm trying. That's no, no, no. But you know, it's funny because pe people just go off and they round off names, and I, you know, what I say, no. Guys? What I always say to, to fans and everyone's like, well, how do oh, you have insider friends? I'm like, no, you know what? Half the time when I put out something, it's my intuition from being a fan and paying attention to the business aspect of it. And if I get it right, great. If I get it wrong, I have to retract. But I never say anything is set in stone. I say, in my opinion, or here's my thought. And they'll be like, oh, you got it right. I'm like, if you really think about it, it's not that difficult to kind of dissect wrestling. No, absolutely. You guys no it's, not. it's really not. And, and, it, and it's crazy because, you know, everybody thinks – 
you know, in two years, because it's in Hollywood, they think, oh, The Rock's definitely getting into the Hall of Fame. And I'm like, right. no, he's not. I said, The Rock's going to meet in Tasmania with Roman. That's what he's going to do. They're going to save that for LA. That's what they're going to Because they were going to do that. They were going to do that this year in SoFi. They were definitely going to do that. I don't know if, you, like I said, if you're sourced. So, yeah, I, I, what I've heard is they were definitely going to do the Rock Roman sell out SoFi Stadium. Uh, in LA, that was their dream match, and they're now going to hold off on that, which I think they very much should because in a travel destination site like Los Angeles and a new football stadium like SoFi Stadium is, I think that's the perfect place to do it. Exactly, exactly. And you got we don't know in a year, two years, who's going to be a top guy. Will uh, my boy Karrion Cross be the big star that that's people true. think he's going to be, and I hope that he is. He deserves it. Uh, Will... Damian Priest be that next guy that everyone's saying this bad bunny thing is actually on an international level is working out for him because Damian Priest is making a lot of uh, Latin magazines and Spanish speaking TV shows. and He's getting time to do cut promos and commercials uh, again. Uh, you know, will, uh, you know, uh, Cameron Grimes be a star? Will Adam Cole be that next Shawn Michaels, even though he's a smaller version? Will he be that guy that we thought he was going to be? We don't know. In a year or two from now, we have no idea who's going to headline. We just assume that we got to go back to the over-reliable Brock and Goldberg. We have to we have to develop uh, new stars. And I think yeah. they, they're that's doing Lyle. Lyle's not, not here with us, but Lyle says that all the time. No. Lyle says that's the one thing WWE is lacking is they just – they always seem to go back to old reliable when they should just be trying to get new stars created. That's what they need to do. It <laughs> exactly. You know? And every time a new star has momentum, like Kevin Owens, they get shut down by a Goldberg or something. Well, it's funny. You guys know baseball. Can you imagine Matt's going? You know what? Maybe we should just bring Mike Piazza back to get behind the plate. You know, let's, 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 let's bring Piazza back. The fans will. The fans will pop. Yeah, but he's fifty. No, they'll go old. crazy. Oh, but yeah. then you're gonna watch him after one inning, and you're gonna see exactly. broke his hip. And then you're gonna say that's the end. <laughs> that's the funny thing. You know what's funny? Like I'm, I'm gonna be fifty-three months. I'm the same age as Piazza, and uh, you know uh, Jericho's over fifty. Taker just turned, I believe, fifty-six. Uh, and it's funny the younger fans get more upset about like the age thing than people my age get. Like we kind of accept and laugh about it, but it's like younger people don't like to hear like. Well, you know, such and such is 40. AJ Styles is, you know, 43, 44. He's only got a couple of years left. He could rush, He could go another 10 years. What are you talking about? I'm like, but it's not likely that he is. AJ is going to catch up with you. Don't tell me that, oh, it depends on your condition. It also depends on genetics. It depends on also if the roster needs older guys anymore. They might want to do a house clean. You guys remember back in the day, you guys might be too young, but you remember when they did the whole new generation for the WWE, where they were getting rid of, they got rid of Savage. They, they were trying to make Savage. Well, I remember, Savage yeah, in, the mid, in the early mid-90s. Yeah, Hogan was gone. They, yeah, they got rid of Savage because, again, Hogan, they were glad they he got was rid gone. Of because remember, remember right. Vince, Vince said in the promo, it is too, what was it, too old or something? Yeah, or whatever. Too, he, yeah said was, he told Savage. Savage was 41 at the time. Listen, we, 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 your ring days are, are, and now it's funny that Savage wound up eight years in WCW, but, uh, he they they wanted him behind Piper too. Remember Piper was an announcer at one point. They didn't want him in the ring. Specialty matches yeah. versus Gold Dust and the Street Alley fight. Other than that, get back behind the announcer's desk. You're over. You're over forty now. Yes, it's changed since then, and many many wrestlers are over forty. I got that, but still, long term contracts and stuff, just like in any other sports, 
uh, unless you're looking at this from a movie aspect, like it's uh, an actor or something, like Brad Pitt or something. But even those guys, movie guys, younger yeah. younger stars come along and they take the places of the Brad Pitts and the Harrison Fords mm -hmm. and the Bruce Willis's. And now they do movies like Death Wish instead of Die Hard, which is like a quarter of the success that Bruce used to have. Because why? He's 60. And it's not that it's a problem, but younger guy, it, that's the that's the cause and effect of everything. Older, pushed up, younger, come around, in, out, in, out. That's since the beginning of time. I don't know why people have a problem with that. Yeah. You know, Alex, why do people you can, have a problem with that? Alex, you can like, ask one more before we go to break after. It's like what people say about Goldberg. Oh, they're saying like, oh, Goldberg's too old. He can't go anymore. And there's like nothing more he can do. Absolutely not. I think he, there's still more that Goldberg could definitely do. Like if they put him against a younger, up, upcoming rising star and they have him in a match against an upcoming star, like somebody like Adam Cole or Cameron Grimes. Or but they did that, Alex. They did that with that with Kevin Owens. And the, and it stopped off KO's momentum. Yeah, but it, it wasn't the right planning. It wasn't the right direction. Well, I mean, look, with Goldberg, is it ever? I mean, you, know, <laughs> well, you, you know, listen, there's just like, you know, a guy who used to be everyday player is now a DH. You 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 could find things for people to do. And remember, guys, you know, someone agents retire and trainers retire, and someone's got to take their spot too. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's a there's a there's a, a like I said, there's a, a, a almost an evolution of how this works. You know, just like a ball player, some become announcers, some become coaches, some go to AAA ball, some go to college ball, some stay in the major leagues. But there's jobs out there for, for everybody. Uh, it's it's knowing when your time's in the ring, and I think the same thing. It's not knowing when not to embarrass yourself. I think Taker had a, had a much better perspective on his career than, say, a Ric Flair who wrestled a little bit too long. You know what I mean? And Hogan, well, Hogan can't wrestle anymore. Some of these guys well, you're not going to see in the ring again. Goldberg, I think maybe might make another appearance here and there, but I wouldn't see him in the ring too much. No. Um, you know, again, these are guys, you know, over 50. We talk about guys over 40. Now you're talking about over 50. And again, when they bring the, like Sting at 61 being in AEW, it was just kind of head shaking. And he's hurt, by the way. He's already hurt. So, um, uh, again, you have a young, you, you got to hone some young uh, people here and bring them up. Uh, again, to me, Damien Priest, uh, Karrion Cross, Adam Cole, a uh, bunch of other, there's a bunch of other guys too that I think are good to go. And it's time after WrestleMania to start pushing those guys. I, I absolutely agree. And Kevin, I was going to ask you what your thoughts are on Kushida. Are, are they making the right move putting him on the NXT TakeOver card? Because I, I, definitely, I definitely think they made the right decision there. And I I'm really excited to see what he, what he can do against Pete Dunne. We saw last week Pete Dunne and Kushida came face-to-face. -face. I believe this is another five-star match. It's it's only going to push NXT TakeOver higher up on the, on the, on the list of great pay-per-views. Yeah, Kushida's a good talent. At first, I wasn't that sold on him. I'm like, eh, you know, the whole Marty McFly back to the future thing that he was doing at first. And I'm like, eh, you know, again, and, and you kind of like, you know, is that did that even get over in Japan? Yeah, it's, it did. it's 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 it something. Really is, it did. Back to the Future is all well and good and everything, <laughs> but again, it's not very modern. You know, what I mean, it's a, you know the '80s thing is always in effect. I mean, listen, I'm in a few weeks. I, I then I'll talk about it later. I start on a new podcast that's going to be all about pop culture. 
So, you know, so I can appreciate uh, Back to the Future. I mean, I was a teenager when that movie came out. I saw it like 15 times. But but again, I think for wrestling, I think uh, uh, it's got to be also you got to be able to connect to fans. And I think you got to be able to, uh, you know, cut promos and do what you need to do to uh, draw an audience in. I think Kushida has the in-ring talent. But I think, of course, maybe because and it's not really a language barrier. He speaks English pretty well. But I think there's still got to show a little bit more of a connection to the fans. And in fairness, it's been a year since there's really been fans there. So as fans come back and they fill full sale, we're ever going to have uh, NXT from here on in post-mania. Um, and now they move to Tuesdays and, and hopefully get a bigger audience. I want to see if Kushida starts getting that fanfare. You know what I mean? That hasn't really been there yet, but let's see if no. it's there. Let's see if it's there. You know. All right. So we're going to go to a quick, quick break. Um Speedy's going to pay about, what, maybe a commercial or two, Speedy? Mm-hmm. We'll do, like, one commercial or two. When we come back, Kev, can you stick on with us for a few more minutes? I could stay even a little after nine because my plans fell through after that, so I could stay as long as you want me. Oh, awesome. Great. Thank you so much. All right, mm-hmm. so we're going to have Kevin Castle on with us. He, he's going to continue to talk a little bit more about WrestleMania, and we brought up some names about NXT TakeOver, Sit and Deliver. We want to get his thoughts on that card as well. And all other aspects of the information. And maybe I'll give him some more updates on the Mets game. We could do that too. So when we come back here, this is Off the Met on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Rest in peace. Welcome to the Shield of Justice. I'm the Boogeyman, and I'm coming to get you. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Now, now welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the second half of the first hour of Off the Mat here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, of course, with Alex Slows and Josh Silverberg tuning in every Tuesday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And, of course, we have our special guest with us, Mr. Kevin Castle himself. He's been in Rolling Stone Magazine. He's also has a couple podcast shows that he does as well. Um, and he has the inside scoop and sources with the WWE. That's why we wanted to get him on. Before we get back to Kev, just want to tell you how to download our app. If you have an iPhone, you go to the Apple Store, you type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store, you type in Worldwide Sports. It's all free. You get our shows, our schedules, all the articles that we write about. Everything is on it, so it's not just wrestling. Don't forget to check out our new show tomorrow night debuting from 9, I want to say to probably 11, 11.30, myself, Errol Marks, and Speedy PD. It's called Sports Loudmouth, so it's going to be a lot of fun to do that show as well. We're back here with Kevin Castle. We're talking wrestling, and Kev... Mm-hmm. We're going to get a little bit into NXT in, a little, in just a second. I'll ask about an NXT question. I just want to get more into the WWE, into the WrestleMania aspect because I don't know if the sources are telling you what the main events are going to be. I would imagine Night 2 is probably going to be Edge, Roman, um, and Brian, if I assume correctly. Um, I'd be shocked if it's not. Yeah. Are you hearing anything for the Night 1 main event? Are they going to do <sighs> Sasha, Bianca? Because I think that's the right decision. No, I think uh, it's going to be Lashley and uh, Drew McIntyre on night one, and then night two. Not that I be, don't mind. I think it's you know. it's going to be a great match, but I think Sasha Bianca deserved that spotlight. Absolutely. Here's the pro- here's the problem. I think Bianca Belair is not too well known of a star yet for that spot. You got to remember when the women did headline. Look at the women: Becky Lynch, yeah. the hottest thing in wrestling. 
the hottest thing in wrestling at that time, the man of this, it couldn't have been hotter. Ronda Rousey, a worldwide superstar outside of wrestling and in entertainment in general. And Charlotte Flair. I mean, Bianca Belair is not there yet. She's not there yet to headline WrestleMania. She's about, I would say she's about six months to a year away, maybe. We'll see what, what she does. But I think they had to go, listen, Bobby Lash has been in the game a long time. So is Drew McIntyre. And uh, it's nothing to do with women and men or whatever. It has to do with business. And quite honestly, Bianca Belair is not a bigger star than uh, neither Lashley or Drew McIntyre. That's um, fair to say. And also, you know, it would be Sa- that's not made of That would be a killer, too. It's right. Just, Sa- you're not made of anything a Raw match. Sasha, <laughs> Sasha's a big enough star, but her opponent isn't. So, unfortunately, by default, Sasha has to kind of take a step back with that. And I don't listen. That, again, uh, it, when you really think about it in the grand scheme of things, it makes sense. People would say, and even there's some podcasters, notable podcasters, who were saying something that made me scratch my head, which is, but uh, – Bianca Belair won the Royal Rumble. She gets the main event, WrestleMania. Uh, they can change anything they want anytime. Yeah, they're all we know Vince does that a lot. It's not set in stone. And and it's she faces the champion of her choice. People uh, uh again, WWE can say, uh, 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 we didn't say that match closes WrestleMania. We said they get to be part of a main event level match against the champion of their choice. Mm-hmm. We didn't say they go on last. Did you hear me say no. we go on last there? I didn't say that's what I'm yeah. saying. So people have to again, yeah. what I was telling you guys before, it's not that hard to figure out if you're no. paying attention. Wrestling, it's funny that fans who are smart fans, and I'm not putting them down, but how they let these things escape them and they say, No, it's they go on last, they close the show. When did they ever say that? They never said that. They no. said they're part of a main event. It was always match. assumed that was what it was. Exactly. Listen, back in the day, guys, when I used to go to uh, MSG in the early 80s uh, with my brother, and I think you had my brother John Draper on the show, I think. Um, yes. Yeah, John, that's my real-life brother. Same mother and father. Uh, yeah. Are you yeah no me? way. That's, that's my brother. Yeah, John. No way. Brother. Yeah, that's my brother. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's my brother. That's, uh, oh, man. Lyle's going to flip. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's me for a loop. That's my younger brother. He's uh, three years younger than me. When we used to go to the shows, the the main of the main event was actually on in the middle of the card. So, like sometimes there'd be an eight match card, and the main event was either fifth or sixth. So they used to call that the main event, but the closing match was always awesome. So we stayed for the whole thing, and then they stood. Then towards the latter eighties is when the main event was always the last match. I think it was right after WrestleMania, but eighty to like eighty four, the main event was like fifth back in the day. So. Uh, but again, they, they'll make sure the matches are strong and it doesn't really matter. I think Sasha and Bianca are going to tear it up. I think I have a little less faith in Bianca because I, I just think she needs to be a little bit more, um, you know, uh, seasoned. And then I think she'll be ready. I'm still, it's not that I'm not sold on her. I am, but I don't think she's, I don't know if she's ready for the big dance, like main stage spotlight NXT takeovers are one thing. And she did win the Royal Rumble, but again, look at all the stars and look at all the, the Royal Rumble is just packed it all gets with lost yeah, it gets it because lost, so many right. superstars that are in the match. So it all yeah. gets lost. And then when the final number hits, that's, you know, that's when you get it. But It is. Yeah. And I'm sorry to have <laughs> shocked you about my, my relations. No, no. Listen, that was- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you guys didn't know that. I thought I'm surprised my brother didn't mention that. Me ask Alex, I'm going to let you ask your question after because wow, this is totally unfolded. Um, you're Castle and he's Draper, though. 
Uh, no, my well, both names are obviously made up like surnames. I mean, uh, really, okay. Names, I, I, yeah, yeah, well, okay. we have uh, I wanted to make sure, name, I just know? wanted to get that checked out. I just want to make sure, yeah, no, we don't <laughs> use our real while that Andrew's gonna go get the hell out of here. No, no, and also, in um, <laughs> you know, and and he's in in bands, and I'm, I'm in the club business for 28 years and i've always used castle i used to run a club called castle heights in queens yeah. for about 10 years back in the day in jackson heights from 92 to 2002 so that's where i got my surname from uh his uh was when he started podcast about five years ago and he just obviously didn't want to use the the real last name for obvious reasons so he picked uh draper i think from that show that uh, don draper uh whatever that show is uh mad men i think it was mad men yes, yeah, yes. mad men my brother's a big madman fan so uh so he picked uh draper yeah he wasn't affiliated with me at castle so it would have been stupid for him to call himself castle and uh you know him knowing he had an established brother in podcasting being me he wanted to kind of make his own bones and make it on his own uh, you know, even though we have mutual friends and he worked with Wrestling Soup, who's his old uh, Wrestling Soup host was my producer for Don Tony Kevin Castle show for 13 years. Mish, oh, Anthony okay. Missionary Thomas. Like full blown. Like, we yeah. got to get, yeah. get you and John on it, I think, for our anniversary show. I think we got to uh, get be cool. Yeah. 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 So, so again, so yeah, he wanted to, he was doing his own thing. And, <clears> and he's not really doing, uh, I'm sure he told you this. I mean, he's not doing so much in, as much as he He's not, because after playing. the speaking out thing happened, he said he lost a lot of interest in it. Because yeah. He didn't want to give them the credibility they deserved. Yeah, he did. He did, and and again, he's you know we're two different people. We we were brothers, but we have different mindsets for things, and we agree on certain things, don't agree on other things. But I told you, I'm unwavering in my kind of fandom and loyalty to wrestling. So, again, I. I kind of put. I've had to put a lot of things that I didn't care for that gone on in wrestling. Put it to the side, and for the greater good of still loving uh, what I've always loved about wrestling, the entertainment aspect. There are good people, and there's shitty people in every aspect. You guys know that. Oh, so I mean, you know, in, in podcasting, there's I can tell you about shitty people. And I work um, with Alex, so there's that. I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding, you, guys, you, guys, you guys conduct you guys conduct yourself like gentlemen. I've I've been watching you guys on Twitter and stuff. Like you see me, I kind of have fun with people, but I can get into it with people too because oh, wrestling, wrestling fans are passionate, but some wrestling fans are unhinged. There's a difference. Oh, yeah. between being passionate is well, I don't get it. Why don't you like Chris Jericho? You know, being unhinged is, I hope you die. I mean, that's just crazy, oh. crazy talk. And I think, you know, again, uh, I don't mind passionate and good. I love good debates and good back and forth banter. But uh, psycho behavior, you know, go do that in your domestic life. Don't do that in podcasting. And don't do that with rest. <laughs> rest. You know, I, I always say, you know, your family has to tolerate you. We do not. So, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's another story, but yeah, my brother, uh, is doing the break the apocalypse, which is kind of like a, you know, yes. it's, a, it's a, I guess, current events and comedy podcast and stuff. And, uh, and he still messaged sometimes on during wrestling shows. I see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he still he does. Listen. He's, and he, he's hard on certain aspects. I know him and Alex had a, um, they had, they were not even, a, it was just a conversation they were having back right. and forth about something with AEW. I can't remember you and John were talking, Alex. And, you know, I mean. He, 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 you look at his mindset and the way you are too. It, it, the certain aspects of the wrestling business, you kind of see similarities in certain things. Where it's like with what AEW exactly. is doing is kind of wonky. It's it's weird. John maybe put a lot of stuff in my head after we interviewed him. I even told Alex after the show. I said, "Wow!" I said, "I didn't realize how AEW might." I mean, it, and I love <laughs> AEW. And I do love AEW. It, it, it's just you have another voice in your head. And you, you don't realize it's afterwards, and it's like, oh, my God. So we've been watching crap, but we find it entertaining and good because we love wrestling so much. And it's like, wow. It's like 
I get hit you in the face. Like well, you're I, really I, think, I think it depends on like, you know, my, my brother, you know, no secret. He's, uh, he's got a big birthday up in May. He's turned the big five. Oh, yes. I, I turned 50 a couple of years ago. And, and again, you know, he's been a fan. I was 11. He was, he was nine. I mean, when we were going to the matches with our father and, uh, my oldest brother got me into it. I got John into it. It was kind of our other two younger brothers never got into it, but that's okay. Uh, you know, I, they, to, to this day, they probably only know Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. They only know the big stars. But me and my brother couldn't have been more into it than we were going to independent shows, going out of state to Connecticut, uh, going to, uh, you know, ECW, going to independent shows uh, to see guys like Low Key and guys, you know, on the independent circuit in sure. Queens. So we, we always loved it. And But I know that he's fallen out of flavor, favor and flavor with it sometimes. But just for me, that's what I mean. That's where we're different. You know, we're similar but different in that aspect. Uh, but he's very knowledgeable on it. And I, I kind of feel bad that he's not doing uh, the wrestling thing anymore. We have kicked around the idea of me and him doing a, a wrestling thing down the road. But yeah, I love that if you guys did that. Yeah, he's 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 busy. He's got a family and kids. <laughs> and, and, you know, I got my life. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be doing some other new things coming up, too, that I'll plug before I go. But, uh, you know, if he's having a good time doing Break the Podcast. It's a good podcast, too. It's hard building, a new, as you guys know. It's And i going back 17 years when I started got on it well before it was called the podcast thing it was called basically internet radio and it was called yeah. it's called audio shows that's all we called it back in the day when we did uh, audio shows and then it became podcasting around 2010 they coined the phrase podcasting but uh it's hard to start a new thing but if you have a name from an old show it makes it that much easier uh, and, and again, if you, you got a good fan base and stuff, and I think the main thing is connecting, as you guys know, to, uh, to the fans and to an audience where they like listening to you, where they listen to you there, as long as fans don't think it's a drag listening to you, cause you're going to depress them with so much bad shit. So it's like, you got to pepper in, <laughs> you got to pepper in humor. And listen, even if, even if you're <laughs> there's a lot of shows that have that, Oh God, even th that's what I said. I can't be part of that. Like I, I just, and my brother is the same way. Like we uh, we're very similar with the co the comedy aspect to what we do. If you guys see what I tweet, you probably even roll your eyes. Goes, is that for real? He's saying that. And again, it, 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 it's, it's what people that's everybody from us. Yeah, it's what people expect from us. But if you know me and my brother, you'll be like, that's that's them. That's those yeah. that's what those guys are. It's not a. They're not putting on a work quote unquote. I'm doing finger quotes. They're not working us. This is the way we act, and I think that's what. Uh, some don't like us, but more like us than not. So to me, it's like, you know, uh, you know, podcasting always has uh, this kind of thing where, oh, I prefer this guy, that guy. Usually, you know what it is? They prefer podcasters that think just like them, but I prefer podcasters like what you just said. My brother made you think or rethink about stuff. And even if it doesn't fully, really, yeah. right, right. It makes, that's what yeah. you want to listen to. And that's why it's good to have guests like that on that, not just challenge you, but you can go back and forth and have fun and not be, bitter about it but just almost laugh about it because it's fucking wrestling there's nothing to get unhinged about it's yeah. it's entertainment guys it's not yeah. it's not life and death you know <clears throat> i hear you man i hear you uh, alex alex if you want to ask something yeah i, I wanted <clears throat> to get your thoughts kevin i wanted to get your thoughts on the fiend bray wyatt how do you compare what the fiend is, uh, what bray wyatt is now to what he was a couple years ago when he was Husky Harris, because I think he's come a long way creatively. I mean, you, you can just see the evolution of it from being in the leader of the Wyatt family to should have stuck uh, with that. Yeah, he should have stuck with that. I agree. But that. from being in from being a part of the Wyatt family, being the leader to going into this new side of Bray, Bray Wyatt that we've never seen before. And showing us that he can just go 
many different routes with the character and it's unbelievable and now they're kind of merging into that same idea of alexa bliss and even with randy orton too like they didn't even but the weird thing is alex they didn't even talk about that on raw last night it was like, no and i i don't know happened. it doesn't make sense as to why they're not talking about that because it's on it's on the rest of every but week but they didn't talk about it last night the last show before me well, I I, I like I, I was a fan of uh, Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family. I I loved uh, you know when they first came out and we're here and blowing out the lantern and I loved it. It was one of the things I was most excited about. I remember when they did their debut and I was I was on the Don Tony Kevin Castle uh, show then and we had uh, we we did a whole big thing about how we were so into this this new faction was like, but I hadn't been so excited. I don't know if you guys remember. Obviously, you probably do the Brood with Edge Christian. Oh again. sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that's that's how excited I was. I've been that excited about a faction since a cool aspect of a faction since then, and I was all about it. And I even said, you know, I don't wear too many wrestling shirts, but I probably will wear a, a Wyatt family shirt. I had um, I had my Bray Wyatt shirt still. I got oh, dude, the, yeah. When he faced uh, Mania at thirty one, I got yeah, that. Shirt. Yeah, and I got all about them. And then again, man, whether it's creative or too much too soon or overexposure or they don't know what to do with them or whatever. He lost uh, every big match, Kev. They lost every big match. He did get yeah. the title at one point. That match he had with uh, Randy Orton a few years ago was like, eh. You know, and then they put the one in Orlando. That was ridiculous. Yeah, they, and then they broke them up. And then, you know, come on, let's be honest. I mean, Lou, uh, Harper and uh, Rowan were lost without Bray Wyatt. They were lost. I don't care. Yeah. The, 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 the the Bludgeon Brothers, uh, you know, it, it was just head shaking like this. Yeah, get, it was. Get, get, this, get this group back together, please. This is not working. But And then, but then, Kev, then you look at Brody in AEW, and he was a massive hit with the Dark Order. Yeah, he, 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 he was, but the Dark Order was not as cool a faction, in my opinion, as the original Wyatt family. No, um, no, I don't yeah. think. No, I agree with you on that. Oh, absolutely not. But the thing is, though, is that what they did was they gravitated to a fan base with the Dark Order, because they had the Dark Order, you know what I mean, join the Dark Order and doing all, all right. this stuff. People were tuning in and they were chiming in because mm-hmm. when the Dark Order first started, I thought it was garbage. I said, this is... Oh, I, 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 didn't, yeah, I didn't like it at all. I got oh. Evil Uno who weighs like 600 pounds. I said, what are we doing here with this? And then they brought Brody in and I said, genius. I said, this, they, it, this is the perfect guy to lead it, this group. It took a while because he's not exact. He's not the ideal front man. His, his no. promo, promo was eh, you know, and there was always uh, he was always missing something. And listen, WWE, I think WWE dropped the ball with him per se. I just don't. They think definitely was, did. They definitely there was not. Nah, there wasn't a ball to give him. There was other no. people at the time. You know, there's only so many people you can push. See, but I don't know, but you. you know? Nah. Kevin, I agree with you. And like I said, don't mind me if I if, if one right. of us disagrees or anything. Sure, I, you know what I mean? It's just like when you watch the BTE stuff on being the elite, and I think it's garbage now, but when you see him on BTE, he was genius on being the elite. I mean, that was something he really was Josh. And he was awesome on that show. And that's also what helped his character. It's you know, it's it's it, it, it's fascinating that you look at this because you know, it's interesting, you know, starting like we talked about characters being dropped, but like Okay, so we had we had I don't know if you knew we had Leo Rush on our show a few weeks ago. Oh no, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, we had Leo Rush on our show a few weeks ago. And you know how Leo Rush is a very comfortable sure. guy. Mm-hmm. But listen, he's a great friend of the show. I've become very close. Alex knows this. I've become very close with him. Yeah, he definitely uh, personally, I've become very close with him, actually. Like we, we, we text each other now and stuff like that. He's such a good guy. And, and this black heart character that he does on GCW and all that stuff, Kev. I don't know if if you know about it, and you might. Um that was a great character that he has, this Blackheart character where he's very Gotham, Gothic-themed kind of guy. And 
we asked him the question straight up, uh, you know, what was it like working for like Triple H and NXT? Because he looked happy, right, Kev? He looked happy. Yeah, he, looked, he did. Like, championship, yeah. he looked great. He said, and I quote, it was tough because there was not much said with us because most of the time he and I were arguing. So, it, you know, we, we, we talk about creativity. So that like AEW lets them be creative. That's what Cody said. Yeah. You're creative, creative. We do your thing. And I understand where you're coming from, Kev, with the creativity stuff like that. But the Y family thing was working. It was working. What? It, wor why, it was working for a long it? time. I don't know why they didn't stick with why, it. Why, 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 like, you had Bray? Here's the thing. And I don't want to take up a lot of this time, but Kev, and you know. You had, those, Josh, forget, you had those legendary matches with the Shield, those battles. That, yeah, but no, but not even, even that, Alex. Not even that. Bray Wyatt single-handedly carried that, that match up to 31 against the Taker. He did that. He did all the work. He did all the promos. Yeah, yeah he was the work. He did everything, and then everything. he lost the match to Taker, and it was like he fizzled after that. He won the championship, but he wasn't the same anymore. Because now the running joke on Twitter was he can't win a big match because he yeah. never did. I mean, don't you think sometimes create, creative in WWE gets a little too in the way at times? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, creative is a big problem. I think Bruce Pritchard being in charge is a big problem. I think Bruce is totally out of touch. Um, I like getting to the modern day uh, Bray Wyatt because, you know, we could talk all day long about all the ups and downs of Bray Wyatt's career, but where he's at right now, here and now, and what he's going to be doing this weekend. Um, I like, you know, the burnt to a crisp fiend is an interesting character. It's but, like uh, when you think about yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think he's going to win. I think Randy's going to put him over, uh, cleanly. He, the, he's, he needs to be put over cleanly and with un, a decisive win by the fiend. No interference, just a decisive win, whether it's the mandible claw, whether it's a pin, whether it's a submission, whatever. But, uh, I think, uh, the, the fiend of today, I don't know if they're going to do this burnt, Fiend this Sunday and then little by little make him healed up again or this is going to be the burnt look is going to be his new look. I don't think it is. I think if you guys remember what they did with Kane and they initially made him like uh, his face had like, you know, burn like uh, like black marks on it and stuff. Then they had the black like face yeah. paint. Yeah. Yeah. In two, yeah, yeah, yeah. two weeks he had a cleanly shaved head and freshly scrubbed face. So, I mean, yeah. uh, I don't think that I don't think burnt fiend is a, is a long. It's not going to work yeah. for so long. The fans are going to get sick and tired of it. It's going to dwell. It's going to be too much. And yeah, yeah. Put some aloe on that. It'll be, he'll be fine. But <laughs> yeah. uh, but Alexa Bliss, where does she go from here? That's more of a curiosity yes. to me. Is uh, you know where she's does she killing it in this role? By the way, she yes, she she is. she is. I mean, listen, she has a decisive uh, pinfall victory over Randy Orton. Well, she that did, was an interesting you know. pinfall to say the least. Randy's yeah, wife wasn't too pleased. We we had, we had we had a we had a lot of fun with that actually. I mean, it, it was, oh my! I showed my wife that. My wife was like, even my wife. She doesn't even watch us. I showed my wife. And my wife was like, wow. Yeah, it was. With that. Again, 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 the people take it too seriously. Like, oh, you per listen, you know, it is what it is, and it's wrestling. And again, and, and you can have, uh, you know, something sexual can be humorous, and it is funny because it was, it did look sexual. That's okay. I mean, what's was this repression that, uh, you know, what wrestling fans have to be repressed now that we can't think Alexa Bliss is attractive or we can't think that Sasha Banks is cute. It's stupid. I, and listen, the, 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 half the people who buy their merch are freaking guys. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> they, they, they got to like, you know, when I had a, a post, I, 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 I mean, I come on. A, 
Yeah, I, I mean, Ted. I had a poster on the wall of, uh, you know, Miss Elizabeth when I was young, but because That's I thought she was attractive, right you know. There, partner. That's I what I'm saying. I, I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't delusional thinking she was going to marry. It was the typical young guy. That's what young guys do. And young girls put posters over their wall of whether it's Zac Efron or what. That's normal behavior for young adolescents. I don't know why people are shocked of like 17, 18 or college guys having fun yeah. with that. Listen, that's, what, guilty, that's what people guilty, do, listen, man. Guilty as charged, man. Guilty as charged. Terry Reynolds, man. Oh, shoot. Let me tell you. Between that, and let's let's all be fair here. Let's sure. all be fair. Okay. Come on. Mandy Rose. Let's be. You don't think guys oh, are yeah, no, on the, uh, Let's come on. Come on now. <laughs> dude, 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 to this day, I, I will sell off my whole family for Trish Stratus. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I love my brother. And everybody, you, but, you know, there were two girls for me growing up. There were two. It's good. Terry Reynolds was one. Right. And when Mickey James first got to WWE. Oh, you like Mickey James? Okay. Holy shnikes, man. When she came on as the crazy bitch. Yeah. Oh my God! That was something else. And that's, and that's, and that's all right. And she wore again, very revealing clothing when she wrestled. Like she didn't I, wear anything. I think people mix up, uh, you know, that the the girl has to be Luthez or something in the ring or wrestle like Bruno Sammartino. It's like, listen, they're combining wrestling skills with sexuality with everything. It's the whole package, which is what makes. Not just girls chiff you, but guys chiff you too, because they, they whatever reason you uh, admire somebody, uh, you know, you're a fan. And if you're a spending customer fan, you know, it's for your own reasons. Like, oh, why do you like, oh, because I think she's attractive. Okay, that's fine. There's no, you know, as long as you're not like some delusional, crazy stalker, like what happened to Sonya Deville, you know, you don't take it to like another level. But I think it's weird that guys are sometimes shamed for liking uh, women because they're attractive. It's kind of yeah. weird to me. If a, a female says to me, well, I watch wrestling because I, I think Roman Reigns is good looking. I would say, man, that, 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 how old are you? 19. That doesn't surprise me. Like, why is that shock? Oh, you don't love the technical skills of Roman Reigns? It doesn't matter. It's a fan is a fan. A paying customer is a paying customer. You know what I mean? I, I don't get into all that. I don't expect everyone, and you guys know the same thing, to be as uh, into it as I am. If you're into it for the cosmetic reasons, I think the girls are hot and the guys are cute or whatever. You're a young guy. You're a young girl. But it's always great if you're into it. I just love wrestling. I love the entertainment. That's I love exactly the, it. Like, the I mean, tricks like, of I, it. Yeah, I, I could not cool. stand – I couldn't stand like the Playboy pillow fights and all that. No, I couldn't stand that. Yeah, but you know what? Crap! I mean, it was it, it was crap. I mean, it was. Dude, I was at I'm at WrestleMania 20. All right, I'm in seventh yeah. grade. My father takes me. Okay, right. you think about this for a second. Okay, yeah. it's Sable and and Toy Wilson going up against uh, Stacy Keebler and and Jackie, whatever the heck her name was, Miss Jackie, whatever the hell her name was, Jacqueline. Right, and my father goes to me. He goes, you know, I'm like this seventh grade kid going through puberty, and my father's like, "Listen, you, this match is gonna last 50 seconds. Come on!" And it did. It lasted wow. a minute. <laughs> it did. It was crap. <laughs> I, you know, dad, you see, I told you, you get it's all, it's all part of. Um, I mean, come on. It's all part of the evolution of wrestling. If you guys want to uh, touch upon it for even a, a minute, because WWE going to Peacock and getting rid of some of yeah. that old school. Trish Stratus barking like a dog to Vince McMahon and, uh, you know, um, the DX skit that they thought was a little too racial. Uh, some of uh, the live sex show that Edge did with Lita. I, I remember. Be deleted from that. A lot of those things are going to be gone. Now, we've seen them a million times. It's okay I mean, to me. I, I bet you Sable with the handprints on her boobs. Oh, and, yeah. That's when I first was watching WWE. My, that was when my, my mother walked in and said, you're not watching this. This is inappropriate. You know uh, I, mean? I, this guarantee is crazy. I was in elementary school when that happened. I was yeah. like, yeah. 
Right. I, here's the thing, and I, I, I addressed <laughs> this today on Twitter with somebody. They said to me, Kev, but I don't understand. NBC Peacock has all sorts of John Wick, Die Hard. They're, they're allowed to have nudity, cursing, racial aspects. Yes, they are. But here's the thing. Those movies were rated R when they were released. The, the, they're, it, as is, that's also a film. This is now a uh, young PG entertainment world of WWE. For and the last problem is years, WWE offers you know? them millions and millions of millions yes, and, 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 and you know, content. Let me tell you something. After what is told. They, exactly. That's different. This is also, you know, a, a movie is different. It's rated from the get-go, and it only changes if they edit it out and put it on, say, TBS. Say you go watch John Wick on TBS. You're not going to see all the violence and all the, you know, any even if there's a, a slight nude shower scene, it's going to be taken out. Uh, they're doing the same thing. Don't I think get out excited now, Kevin. I'm not, I'm not trying to get out excited. Don't get out revved, all right? But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I think, again, I think... That's why get, Speedy's hidden. People People getting up in arms about it, but again, you could still see this stuff uh, elsewhere. You, if you have the DVDs, whatever, it's not anything to not. Some people tell me I'm not watching WrestleMania because they're. uh, I'm against censorship. I'm like, oh, uh, you know. uh, Listen, you know, people stop watching it after the um, Saudi Arabia, the Saudi stuff. They did. They did. And and again, again. I don't get all political when it comes to wrestling. And if, you know, uh, this uh, Vic Mann supported Trump. And I got news for you. Tony Khan Sr. supported Trump, too. Guess what? It doesn't have anything to do with the wrestlers or the product itself. Mm. Watch it for, take it for what it is. It's wrestling. It's not, you don't have to make a bigger deal out of it than you have to from the uh, from an outside perspective. Watch it for the enjoyment of in-ring action, storytelling, exactly. and characters. Don't worry if Chris Jericho is friends with Donald Trump Jr. It doesn't affect your life. It's I worry about if Chris Jericho does his job in the ring and entertains you and does a good angle in AEW with MJF. That's all you need to worry about. I don't I don't worry about anything else. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna have you on for a couple more minutes. Sure. Uh, Alex, I know you have stuff you want to ask about NXT stuff. I gotta ask this question. And Alex, you're gonna be curious with this question as well. I think it's gonna be interesting. We saw the ad. I think, Kev, I think you know which ad I'm talking about. And it involves Peacock and it involves Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah, of course. And that's Chris Jericho coming on. Yep. Did you hear anything about that being done? One and two, who signed off on this? Because apparently the report is what people – Jericho said that it was Vince that signed off on it and said, yeah, go for it. Correct. Vince gave the okay. Well – and John. Tony Khan agreed to it too. Like, what is the background story behind this? And is what Cody Rhodes said a few weeks ago correct? And can there be a thing with AEW and WWE work together, or is this just a one-time thing? No, it's a one-time thing. I, I tell you straight up, uh, Austin's. It was Austin's idea. He wanted yeah, to come well, up yes. with something a little bit different. He contacted Jericho, but Austin also. And let's be very clear about this. If McMahon didn't say okay, it would not was not going to come to fruition. And Austin no, wasn't going to. Austin wasn't going to quit or. Uh, the report strike. is he asked Austin asked Vince and Vince said yeah sure, but or you know Steve Austin was like. Too- are Steve you sure wasn't too this? sure Are about sure it. He wasn't sure. sure. He actually had to text him the next day correct. again correct. to correct. make sure. If, and, and he said it was good to go. And, and Vince said it was fine. And here's the thing. And let's be clear about this, too. They will mention AEW here and there, but let's understand something. It's mostly a career retrospective of Chris Jericho's career in 
WWE. And then it'll be towards the tail end. And what are you doing these days, Chris? And then, you know, I'm in AEW. You know, it's an up-and-coming company. There's going to be nothing. Vince has nothing to worry about. And also, like I said, I think AEW is not really a threat to WWE in general. And I think they know it, too. And Chris, uh, also remember, Chris Chris Jericho is a very big proponent of the Hall of Fame. Matter of fact, he attacked the fans a few years ago when they were being disrespectful during Gordon Soley's induction, where they were chanting, what, 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 during uh, when Gordon Soley's family was talking. Chris Jericho was pissed off because he said, this might not mean a lot to certain fans. This means a lot to the boys. Getting in the Hall of Fame is a big deal, so you should respect it. He wants to be in the Hall of Fame, Chris Jericho. So he wants to stay on good terms with the WWE. He's got a 20-year career retrospective to go over with Austin. EW is going to be a tail end conversation towards the late, late part of that interview. Uh, majority of it, from what I understand, is mostly talking about WWE. But Chris is going to shoot a little bit, uh, but don't expect him to uh, go after Vince or anything like that. But Chris might uh, go after a few people that you might not expect. But <clears> not <throat> go, go after, but he might have some criticisms of certain people. And I think actually, uh, again, I think it um, sets a good precedent. Um, Big Show has already been uh, done interview with Steve Austin in the past, so it's not like they need him. Um, I, I think, again, you know, Austin is technically working for the WWE. Austin would never do anything to want to piss off WWE uh, or McMahon. No. I mean, you know, Austin is so affiliated with, he's embedded in WWE culture. Uh, it's nothing, there's not going to be no trade embargo between AEW and stuff. It's only because it's Chris Jericho who's got a 20-year pedigree with the WWE, and there's a lot to talk about. And Austin said... Why not? And Vince said, yeah, why not? Uh, it's not going to be any meeting, a merging of anything or any kind of, uh, you know, uh, you know, kumbaya moment between the two companies. Matter of fact, I doubt AEW gets a lot of talk time. Awesome. So we're here right now, ladies and gentlemen. He was on, he's been in Rolling Stone before, and he has a couple of podcasts. That's Kevin Castle, who we found out we've had some part of the family tree in the past with John Draper. So that's pretty cool to find out tonight. Um, we have a few more minutes with you, Kevin, and we're going to sure. Go on with your evening for sure, because I know you have you're so busy this week and everything like that. Um, Alex, if you want, I know you wanted to ask him some stuff about NXT Takeover and his thoughts on that and everything. Sure. So I gotta I gotta ask you about Raquel Gonzalez. Your thoughts on her development? I I I'm loving the storyline that's leading into the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, have they? Do you have? Do you know if? Uh, have they said anything about Raquel Gonzalez? Uh, and her 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 match against Io Shirai. Uh, I think you can expect Raquel Gonzalez to win the title. I could tell you that much. I mean, I you know no spoilers, but I think everyone could figure out that I think Io Shirai is headed for the main roster. I think I yeah. probably post WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, and I think Raquel Gonzalez is the is listen. There's going to be some new champions when this is all said and done. I'm not telling tales out of school. I'm not spoiling anything for anybody. I think again, if you just think about it, be it. Put your thinking cap wrestling fan uh, hat on. It's easy to figure out that mm -hmm. at the end of this thing, Raquel Gonzalez is going to be the new face mm -hmm. of the women's division. Karrion Cross is going to be the new champion for the men. And, uh, you know, and I think uh, you know, there might be some other title changes. But right now, the two main belts, the women's title and the men's title, are going to somebody else's waist uh, come this uh, next couple of days. And I think it needs to happen. I think Raquel Gonzalez could be, uh, people say, ah, oh, she could be like, uh, you know, the next China. Let her be the first Raquel. You know, I mean, the next China's. Listen, I quite honestly, no disrespect to China, I, I never was that impressed with her in the ring. I was more impressed with her as a character uh, and her size and strength. But her wrestling skills were, eh. 
I think Raquel Gonzalez. Well, she also, um, I know that's who she looks up to, Raquel. Um, yeah, and hopefully. Uh, that's why at, I believe it was that takeover in your house. She had mm -hmm. the same attire as her. I, if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, without being a, a ripoff. And again, China was never a great promo or anything. And I think Raquel's yeah. coming into her own is that I, I think the similarities stop it. Matter of fact, Raquel Gonzalez, I believe, is about four inches taller. Uh, than China. China, well, China wasn't that big. She was a little deceptive on how actually big China was. Uh, Raquel is actually a lot bigger. Um, so again, I think that Raquel needs to be the first Raquel and not the next this or that. But listen, you could be compared to a lot worse people. And I think, again, Io Shirai is a great champion. But again, her la the language barrier problem, she couldn't cut many promos. She wasn't able to communicate that way. It's been a problem for people like Carrie Sane and Oscar. Their talent is one thing, but again, you got to have the promo and connection to the fans. As much as the fans can give you that clap of respect, it's better if the fans are diehard fans and they're rocking your shirts and rocking signs and painting their face or looking like you. That's where you capture them. And I think um, WWE has, uh, needs to do that next year. They have to get that real fun, you know, uh, kind of a staple made guy, a girl where the people in the crowd are just all about them. You know, but you can say what you want about John Cena, but let's be honest. He was the last major superstar cross sectional superstar to come out of this freaking company. I mean, it's been a long time and they need to build uh, you know, Roman Reigns is a star per se, but he's still not there yet. in that, stratosphere level uh i think cross and and gonzalez uh, could be a real good future in nxt and also good thing about it and i'm happy for them is that they moved to tuesday and now that pressure of AEW on their back and always feeling like they had to compete with this roster that was so much deeper that let's remember guys nxt say what you want it's a developmental brand they're not major superstars on that show no. only finn balor was an established name on that show exactly. You know, Cross and Gonzalez and Dakota Kai are known to guys like us. They're not known to the common fan. Say say Dakota Kai to a person will go, who? Who's that? Oh, she's in NXT. Right. You know, say Trish Stratus. Oh, everybody knows who that is. Again, AEW had a, had a big playing advantage. They had superstars there. Sting, Arn Anderson. You had familiar names. You know, Karen Cross is my boy, but not, not a lot of people know him yet. And he realizes that it's taking time, but the name is getting out there. People are saying, oh, there's Karen Cross. i got to check him out. But that's what I'm hoping for in that they move to Tuesday. And now people, all eyes can be on them. Even some AEW defectors on Tuesday will switch over to NXT and uh, check out uh, Cross and uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dexter Loomis, who's another favorite of mine, uh, and 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 give NXT that chance to be what they were a few years ago. Cause in fairness, they slipped a little bit, you know, they, yeah, did. they did, they did, but I think that they can come back. Finn's done a great job. I give Finn Balor credit. And then you got Cole and O'Reilly too, who are just, uh, Oh yeah. Phenomenal. That, phenomenal story, that com com comfortability between the two is perfect. It's going to be good, but I think Cole is meant Cole. I don't have this set in stone, but look for Cole and Io Shirai to be on the main roster within a couple of weeks. I think uh, oh, me. Yeah. Well, well, that leads me to my next thing, and, and we'll get back to NXT in a second. I got to ask you, what are you hearing about Andrade? Are there any rumors of where he's going? Uh, probably, pro probably. I think he might probably go back to Mexico. It depends. I mean, remember, he's really? Living, you think so? He, he's living. He's. Uh, I don't know if they could. Or afford, New Japan, even and join Lij, maybe. I don't know if ROH could afford Andrade, to be honest with you. I mean, uh, they have Probably money, not. They have money like that. I mean, they're, they're, their company is so... Yeah, yeah, right yeah. I mean, again, guys, you got to remember, COVID really decimated a lot of people's fucking income. Only, 
Only the WWE and AEW survived. I mean, the NWA, you saw Billy Corgan was losing money like you wouldn't believe. I mean, you know what it was? New Japan did okay. Yeah, New Japan did fine, but it's a different. It's a different. Um, it's in a different country. So exactly, yeah, it's, right. It's it's like to- you can't really compare the two. Like, there's no way ROH can do a show like it did two years. Like, I was at that show t- two years ago at the G1 Supercard show. Oh, you were there? Okay. There was no way they could do that again right now with everything going on. And and the Marty oh. Scroll thing that hit them even harder, even. And then yeah. COVID too, they got. Bash in the face by this whole, and they have talent on that roster. Um, you got to remember Andrade and Charlotte. Uh, they're together. They have they have a home in Florida and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if they listen. The Rusev Lana thing seems to be working out, but you know. But we also got to remember AEW does a lot of stuff in Florida. It's easy for Rusev and Lana to see each other, even though they yeah, weren't. it's true. Companies. I just think with a loaded roster, I just don't. Uh, if Andrade goes out of country or goes all the way to Japan, I don't know if you know him and Charlotte are are married pretty much. I mean, so uh, I'm not sure. I guess it depends on the home life and what's going to happen. Andrade, listen, Andrade was a great. Talent. Talent, but again, it seems like a broken record. I keep saying this connection with the fans, uh, the language barrier problem, they not being able to cut a promo. Now they could have left Zelina with him, and this we wouldn't even be talking about this today. But I think they didn't really care for her. She was a little bit of a rebel rouser behind the scenes, and they wanted to get rid of Zelina Vega, and they did. And uh, you know, she hasn't even made an she's appearance. A talent in too, though, man. She's, she's a she's she's a talent, but you know, I. I you know, I, I think things could have been worked out uh, better with them and WWE all, all over, you know, the, the, the uh, you know, doing stuff without WWE's permission online. I mean, got to decide what you want to do. You want to be a wrestler or you want to go on Twitch and play video games, you know, decide what you want to do. Uh, yeah. we, all, we all have choices. You know what I mean? And listen, yeah. guys, exactly. these wrestlers make a good enough salary. People are like, oh, Vince, you know, infringing on their right to make a living. Guys, how much money do you need? They're making almost a million dollars in wrestling and barely working, wrestling once a week. I mean, well, how much more of a cushy job do you fucking want? You I, know, agree. People, I mean, look, all of us, we probably only have family members who still aren't back to work yet before us of COVID. Yeah. So I, you get sympathy from me to a point. You know what I mean? But yeah, uh, I just have two questions. Sure. And one of them is about Shotzi Blackheart because I'm oh, a okay. big, big Shotzi Blackheart Me man. too. Me too. I mean, her development from when she was in Evolve, and I actually knew a guy who did a couple promos with her. Uh, uh, his name is he. He runs with uh, WWN. He he's a uh, he also is a ring announcer and he also does commentating for for them. But uh. I, I forget his name, but I'm blanking out right now. But he 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 runs WWN, and he did a couple backstage promos of her. And she uh, eventually she got signed to NXT. She came over to NXT, and for a little while she struggled. She she wasn't as good in line of her promos yet, and she was still trying to get that stage presence. But now like it's amazing to see how far along how far along she's. Come, come in this how far it's been how far it's gotten for her right. because i mean putting her with ember moon was the right decision because ember moon uh is somebody who is already already in that phase already far in nxt because she was an nxt champion at one point women's champion and uh with her tagging of ember moon it's only going to help her career 
Yeah, Amber Moon had a hard time on the main roster. She wasn't, again, not connecting to the fans. People weren't sure what she was. What is she? Is she a werewolf? Is she a Hailstorm fan? What, 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 is, what is her deal? You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, know, she, I know she likes Hailstorm, don't we all? But no, uh, yeah. you know, I, I wasn't sure. She was very cosplay, and I think it wasn't connecting, uh, to, again, to the audience. She was having a hard time. I know that she was having a hard time. And she went back to NXT, had the option to go back to NXT, wanted to, and is now happy again. And listen, NXT is part of WWE. It's got a major yeah. television show. It's yeah. not a bad thing. It's not really a demotion. You know what it is? It's, no. a, it's a sidestep. It's like, yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over yeah. here. I'll, you're here. I'm going to go here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like uh, an even keel lateral move. It's not a demotion. But, um, but her now with Shotzi and... Uh, maybe Ember feeling like she's helping somebody get along, develop, and positive because Shotzi's got a lot of passion and is so yeah, she into does. it. She has a lot of right. She's got all the energy, right? Yeah. And that that has invigorated Ember Moon, who was like, I think, walking around with her head down for last year until she got into NXT and remembered what it's like to have fun again and be, uh, you know, into angles and having fun and, and, and getting that passion back. Sometimes you need that. So in a way they probably did Ember Moon a favor by sending it back to NXT and hooking her up with Shotzi. And she's got a whole new life now and getting that, that fire back and putting on exciting matches and it's infectious. And I think again, they're, they're a good tag team and it's catch it's caught fire. Who would have thought if you would have said six months ago, Put Shotzi Blackheart number moon. You'd be like, what? Why? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Right? You'd be like, <laughs> you would have been like, what's going on there? Yeah, you would have been like, how, how does I don't see the how connection. does that work? But it's funny. I, me and my brother had talked about this. It, Draper, we have said, you know, it's kind of too bad. All they're putting into Shotzi Blackheart. When you think about it, they had a character like Shotzi Blackheart. Her name was Ruby Riot, and uh, uh, Ruby is is kind of. I think she got hurt and came back. And listen, she's with Liv Morgan. She's in the tag team turmoil match and whatever. But Ruby Riot was that you know punk girl and, and outgoing and stuff. I think Shotzi's got a little bit more of a big personality yeah, than Ruby has. Knows. But we were talking about though. Down the road, a faction, maybe Ruby Riot and Shotzi Blackheart, like these punk hardcore girls all together, maybe put them in a faction down the road. I think that would be kind of cool. But for now, I, I like uh, Shotzi with Ember Moon. And again, man, sometimes you team up two people together and boom, it catches fire, man. It's it's a good pairing. And and I'm uh, I'm a Shotzi Blackheart fan, too. I like to work in a volume. I actually, actually remember, now I got the name. It came sure. back to me. It's uh, Trevin Adams. Okay. Uh, he uh, is the ambassador of WWN World Wrestling Network. Okay, cool. he he did a couple a couple promos with her. Yeah, again, she's a star of the future. Again, put her in the cross Rachel Gonzalez uh, category of upcoming stars, and uh, you know you can throw Cameron Grimes in that too. Bronson Reed. Uh, I'm I'm, no, big, I'm on a big, big Bronson Reed fan. I I'm like a, what they're doing with him. Right, they don't have too many 350 pounders who can no, they move, don't. Like, move like him. Who's solid? He's not. A, you like what they're doing with LA Knight? First of all, I hate the name with Eli Drake. Oh, the name doesn't get me. The name does not. Get uh, me. Uh, yeah, they couldn't. Eli Drake wasn't going to work for them either. I think they could have came up with something better. But for what Which I understand, I don't understand why Eli Drake was so over though. Kev. I think. I think, I think it's. So I, I think it's copyright kind of stuff. Yeah, I, think, I, I guess. I think. Well, you get, remember, guys, why is Cross not called Killer Cross? It's Carrying Cross. Yes, and it's not because. WWE no, it's because it's trademarked by trademark. Right, right, exactly. You can't. You, can't again, you have it. to make these little adjustments. Yeah. But listen, as long as you keep, like, Cross was not upset about that because Cross is a great name in itself. As long as he's Cross, it, it, didn't, it didn't matter to him. He was fine with it. So it's funny that again, the fans are oh, they changed the name. It was like, 
it's uh, people don't get this legalities and there's merch and there's copyrights and there's trademarks and stuff like that. So again, uh, there's rhyme and reason for why they do everything. They don't just fuck with somebody because they want to. I think the fans want to believe that. Why are they doing this to Eli Drake? He was in on it. He knew about it. He had a hand actually in coming up with LA Knight. Actually, get to Eli Drake on that because he had a hand in making up that name for him, from what I understand. But listen, he's a great talent. He's like a cross combination of rock. And a little Austin-ish, a little uh, – he's kind of he, – he mixes a lot of old-school wrestlers almost in like yeah. a ball. If you close your eyes and listen to him, you you might even say, is that is that Dwayne Johnson? Who is that? Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's not blatant. He's not saying, you know, you smell what Eli's cooking. He doesn't um, rip anybody off. But he's definitely he's definitely got some attitude or a promo in him. Yeah, he does. Yeah, definitely. His skills are, are amazing. Oh, ama- amazing. It's It's – it's amazing he, what he can do. And he looks good. He's got a good physique. He's a good-looking guy. Uh, he's older. He's on the cusp of 40. They got to f- pull the trigger on him. We talked about it before. Uh, you can't hold these guys back who are eight, who are getting up there too much. Strike one of the irons hot. He's never really – he was an impact champion. He was a big deal in a little pond. But now can he be a big deal in a big pond? Let's see. But, again, they cannot – hold him back for two, three years, 40, 41, 42. They got to push him now. He's ready now. They, there's no reason to not push him. He's He's been on the scene for 15 years. He's ready. You know what I mean? I agree. Absolutely. And I got to ask you about Bronson Reed because <laughs> he is one of my favorite uh, uh, one of my favorite wrestlers for his size. He gives me the Vader vibe. He gives me that kind of uh, image of him when he comes career. off, remember he, he Alex he he did his stuff with Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, yeah very of- Bigelow. Yeah, very big Bigelow meets. Uh, I'd say he's a hybrid of Bigelow and Vader. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I love it. Best of I both worlds. Really Look at that. Yeah. Kev, Kev gave us a happiness for a happy medium for both. There it is. I, the, the hybrid. <laughs> yeah, and again, they don't. He stands out because they don't have too many guys his size, and he's young enough and. Obviously, he's from Australia. There's no language barrier problem. He can cut a promo. He's uh, He could be a heel or a face. I he's a baby face right now, but he could probably have a nice heel run. Uh, and it's good, too, because, again, there's that stigma, that heavy guy. There's a difference of being uh, like an obese, fat, out-of-shape guy and being a solid, like almost like uh, – Big, like, uh, brooding, like, big, thick-waisted guy. He's not like a – you know, it's funny. He's a heavy set guy, but I wouldn't call him a fat guy. You know no. what I mean? So he's people, a heavy people, set guy, right? Some wrestling fans get that really confused. They they're do. Like, they oh, definitely they're like, oh, this guy's out of shape. He's, he's, he's not, not out of shape not, at all. Not, yeah. he's, he can't perform at the level of everybody else. No, that's that's not how it works. You got you to gotta think – you got to think on the outside. You got to think about how wrestlers – how they what's the word I'm looking for? How they how they are how how they perform is like how do they how they match their performance because these guys train every day. They train for this stuff. Well listen, you know, not everybody is is it's not one size fits all. And that's why the one size fits all is a rarity because people come in all shapes and sizes. And if you're an old school fan Bronson Reed is svelte compared to uh, Earthquake and One Man Gang and all the guys from back in the day uh, oh, yeah. that used to wrestle Andre the Giant and stuff. I mean, uh, he's uh, he, he's skinny compared to some of those guys. So, again, I think rest of modern wrestling fans, to me, Bronson Reed is like rest- – that's what a wrestler looks like, in my opinion. Back in uh, I agree. the early 80s, Bronson 100%. Reed was the, the epitome of a wrestler. 
big 300 pound plus guy around six, two, six, three. Uh, yeah, that's to me. I'm like, that's a wrestler. You see that guy walk into room. You don't think, oh, he's a big, heavy guy. You think he's either a, a wrestler or is, uh, you know, he's in the movies or something. He looks like a star. So again, I think you're right. People mix that up because everyone's yeah, they do. it's, it's kind of strange, but it's funny. He's going to stand out. Even Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens is in fat. He's just a, a thick guy or he's a guy with a stomach, but I, half my friends look like that. Kevin Owens has, doesn't really have a way. Kevin Owens can go better than anybody I've ever seen. Like the guy, I've never seen Kevin Owens sucking air. So how he's not out of shape. He's probably in better shape than some guys who lift weights seven days a week. You know what I'm saying? So again, it's uh, cosmetic is very deceiving, guys. It's very deceiving. Oh, absolutely. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, well, Kev, listen, man, we want to thank you for coming on thank with you us. For coming on, we, we really, we Welcome. really do appreciate it. We know you stayed on later than you anticipated. Oh, no problem. No problem. Dude, let me, uh, listen, now that we found this out about you, is there any chance we can ever get you and your brother on the show together? I'm sure down the road uh, we could probably do it probably maybe towards the latter part of the, the year, see what the, our schedules are. Because I'm launching a new uh, show, if I can plug it here, actually. Oh, you, you uh, know, we were just going to ask you, plug your social media and plug whatever shows you got to plug. Yeah, I'm going to be doing uh, a new, it's uh, kind of a pop culture. It's, we're going to everything from throwback movies, 80s, 90s, 70s. I mean, uh, sa sadly, I was even around in the 70s, but uh, I was a little kid, but, uh, you know, uh, from movies to TV to pop culture, music, styles, and fashion. And my co-host is a pretty popular Twitter female. She's known as Baseball Chicky on Twitter. She's got almost like 100,000 followers herself. She's a pretty uh, big fan base. Uh, it's her first podcast. We're real-life friends outside of uh, social media. I know her for about 20 years. I used to book her brother's uh, band back in the day. And uh, then I got on Twitter a few years ago, and I saw her, her presence there, and we knew each other. And we've been good friends for a long time, and uh, it's going to be called uh, Castle and Chickie's Pop Culture Adventure or Podcast Adventure. Uh, take off on kind of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And uh, it's going to be – we're going to have themed – we're going to have theme shows – you guys said you like Back to the Future. We're going to do a whole Back to the Future retrospective on one episode. We're going to do career uh, retrospectives on people from Michael Keaton to uh, Val Kilmer to all people who were 80s and 90s icons. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's cool having a female podcast uh, co-host because you get the female perspective on things. She's a good 15 years younger than me, so she's another generation. So you have two generations kind of giving their opinions on how it affected them growing up and these movies and these fashions and these styles. So it's a new thing and what we're going to be tackling. And uh, we launch at the end of April. We're going to have a sampler show out in a couple of weeks. Um, and it'll be, you know, on all the outlets, uh, Spreaker, Stitcher, all, all, everywhere that you can find uh, quality podcasts. And uh, I'll send you guys a link for it. You can check it yes, out. Yes, please do. And definitely. Please, please, we will. Yeah, well, and, uh, I gotta tell, well, we have our anniversary show. When is the date, Alex? June? Uh, it's June 15th. Oh, okay. So our so one-year anniversary show. So I'm think we, I think we need to get you and John together for that show if we can. If you oh, want yeah. to, yeah, reach out to him. Let him know. Oh, we're going to reach out to both of you. That would be phenomenal if we can do that. Because don't even tell – we're not even going to tell Law that you two are related. I just oh, okay. want to see if he'll figure it out. Yeah, people say people say they, people say they hear in the voice the voice. He's gonna say yeah. no way. Yeah, no, I'm surprised. It's not really a secret. I mean, it's uh, I guess <laughs> it was a secret to me. <laughs> to, to Alex, I'm sure too. Well, probably outside of the, the wrestling community, they might not know. But I mean, everyone in the kind of the wrestling community well, know, know know about it. But um, yeah, I'm also going to be doing a, a new wrestling show. I mean, I do Castle Chronicles, which is part of a Patreon. It's kind of a 
it's you know obviously on patreon it's a private server it's a it's a pay site i'm gonna be doing a mainstream podcast a new one called par for the course uh which is going to start up sometime in may and i'm gonna have matter of fact i'll probably ask you guys to come on i'm gonna have like a different round table of different guests on every week uh from all, all board, my, my friend you you want us on anytime you want i i tell you this you talk wrestling Alex has one. So I don't know if you know this, Kev. Mm-hmm. If you know Alex's father is Alex's father is the radio play-by-play announcer for the Washington Nationals. Oh no, I knew that. Oh, yeah, no, I knew that. that's, that's great. Charlie yeah, Slow. Yeah. I knew that. I, I knew that. When yeah. I first met Charlie, Charlie said to me, and I quote, "Now he's gonna laugh at this." He said, "My son only has one lane, and that's the wrestling lane. All right, all the lanes, all <laughs> the lanes are out. You know, no other lanes." So if you ask Alex to do a wrestling thing, he will be there in two seconds. That's awesome. Well, what's funny, my uh, my co-host, Chicky, uh, her name is Carolyn, she's a huge uh, Washington Nationals fan. So she's big time Washington Nationals well, I was a huge Washington Nationals fan, too. It makes me sick. Oh, okay. but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's it funny. But, but, uh, <laughs> oh, by, the, by the way, any updates for me on the game? It is six to one Mets in the top of the seventh. Okay, I mean, they could. Still so hopefully tonight they don't blow it with the bullpen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't guarantee you on that. But yeah, well, uh, what what we'll do is maybe we I can have you guys on uh, in later May on the uh, wrestling show. I don't know if we're going to be doing guests on the uh, on the pop culture show, but on the wrestling show, I will be doing. Uh, oh, guests. you can have me. You can have us. You can have us on on the wrestling show, and if you ever want any of us with a. I know you said with the guest for pop culture. Yeah, oh, I'm there, man. I'm a oh, movie, no. I'm a movie fanatic. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, oh my god, it, it's ridiculous. It's, yeah, I hope. I just wanted to do something a little bit different and, and kind of uh, you know because there's so many wrestling podcasts and I think sometimes uh, uh yeah it gets uh you know it gets uh, to be a little much even for me. I mean, but I'm pretty friendly with everybody in the in the uh, wrestling community. I have a lot of fun with some people. You know, we have, go back and forth with each other, but I'm. Uh, I got a pretty good thing with with most of the bigger pod, Jason Solomon, so JD from New York, some of the big names. Uh, I know them for a long, long time. And again, uh, you know, it's competitive, but again, uh, it, it it doesn't have to be uh, dramatics and uh, competition can be friendly. You know, what I mean, yes, it's, uh, exactly. it's friendly. But everybody, I, as well as you guys know, the main thing about wrestling fans and wrestling podcasts is everybody wants to break the, the story. Everyone wants to break the news, and, and, and people don't like to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so no. it's like, so I my that's why WrestleMania predictions. Everybody takes, ah, oh, I got five out of six or whatever, and I'm just yeah, like, yeah, true. Listen, they could change the storyline last minute, and you can guess all you want. You know what it is? It's just guesstimations on our part. All we're doing yeah. is, <laughs> all we're guess- doing is having fun and enjoying it. Ha- right, having fun. It's not like, like I mean, you know, like you can like. That's the thing. People forget this. You know, you can like AEW and WWE. True, it's not a crime. No. It is allowed. You can like New Japan and WWE. It's not a crime. Like I watch all of it. And Alex thing, watches all yeah. of it. Josh. Like, like Alex even watches MOW and stuff. It's yeah. You know? It's just the thing I don't understand with wrestling fans is like they 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 do you have to pick a side. You have to pick a side, and they're just like they frown upon it if you don't pick a side. They're like, yeah, oh, like they, they, like, they say, no, you, you can't like, do that. That's 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 you, you can't, can't do, do that. You like you WWE? Know, that's that's terrible that's idea. Trash. Why are you watching that? Like, yeah. like you can watch anything you want and like anything you want. It well, doesn't matter. Like you can just you can all have the same opinion. You can all have different opinions, 
as long as everybody's having fun, that's all that matters. That's exactly it. Again, wrestling shouldn't unhinge you. It's supposed to be no. an escapism for entertainment. It's not yes. supposed to. You're not supposed to lose sleep over wrestling. I know some people do, but you shouldn't be. <laughs> you know, I, get, I mean, it's, 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 there are there are people that literally, literally, if their favorite doesn't win, they're miserable for like a whole week. I, listen, I don't. Th I think uh, it's healthy to be a passionate fan, but it's very unhealthy to let it affect your life and how you interact with people. And now you're nasty to people because your guy didn't win. It's very, you know, it's get a grip. It's wrestling, you know, come on, you know, exactly. the reality of things. That's right. You know, love it's like, it, what baffles me, it, it, what shocks me yeah. is like, oh, Will Ospreay won the IWGP uh, title. He should get beat up for that. Oh, what? Come on. This is wrestling. Like everybody should just be having fun with it. Well, because people are again, they're putting some morality clause into uh, the the overall factor on on the wrestler. And listen, I know that he was accused of some things of mistreatment of certain people. You shouldn't apologize. He wasn't uh, uh, nothing. He wasn't brought to any trials. Not arrested. Nothing happened. There were no charges filed. Uh, you know, people want to live in a free country and they want to live in a democracy and they want to have, uh, you know, uh, be treated fairly and justly. Uh, you have to give what you get and you have to put out there what you expect back at you. Uh, you cannot convict somebody on the hearsay of something that, quite honestly, they were never taken, arrested for. They were never taken to a court appearance for. And until it's proven as fact, it's best to probably say nothing until you have all the facts in or mm -hmm. a list as a tangible charge against somebody and not just a bunch of people saying something that's high school if you that's you guys know back in the day they would say oh this girl did everything you know did everything or this guy did this and you're like most of the time it's not true believe half of what you hear basically in wrestling and in life in general uh you guys know the story is is their side the other side and then there's the truth mm -hmm. and i think wrestling fans for some reason some not all some don't like to want to learn the truth they want to jump the gun and uh you know, put somebody on the spit and just, you know, uh, oh, he's no good. You know, get rid of him. Kick him out of wrestling. For yeah. what? There's certain people, like I said, there's other people. Um, I'm just saying Will Ospreay is a good example. There's other people who have done some stuff that I'm not going to get into. But since you brought up Will Ospreay, again, uh, there was some things said. It was a while ago. Nothing came of it. Let the guy have his career but, and do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you, Kev. We appreciate you having you on, man. It was awesome. Absolutely. Like I Thank said, you. we're going to stay in touch for sure, dude. Enjoy WrestleMania this week, man, all right? Yes, yes. I'm going to enjoy it. You guys enjoy it, too. I love coming on the show. I'll definitely come back for you. What is Don't it? be a stranger. What anniversary is it? Future. What anniversary is it for you guys in June? One year. year. We're coming up on one, one year. year. Oh, one year. Okay, nice. Right, one year. So we're, we're babies still. But we're getting there, man. We're growing. You well, know? like I said, I'll uh, anything I can do to help you guys out, let me know. I'll gladly come back, and I'll have you on uh, one of my new shows uh, down the road. But definitely okay. stay in touch, guys. Definitely. Thanks a lot, Kevin. We Thank appreciate you. it. We're definitely going to stay in touch for sure. Thank you so much, man. Have a good rest of your night, all right? Be good, fellas. Peace. Be good. Have a good Thanks, night. Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Kev, Kevin Castle. He was in Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, way over the time we anticipated. Yeah. You know what? But you know, it was that, worth it. It was, 100%. it was so freaking worth it. It was the amount of information that he, by the way, we've become more than just, I feel like we're now friends now, all of us. Oh, yeah. And it, I think we have like a big wrestling circle. Like that's what it is. Well, we group. got the whole, we, we got, got a whole family out. now, Alex. <laughs> we got him and John. We got the whole family together. <laughs> but he was so informative. We're not even going to go to break. 
Um, I know Speedy's gonna be like, "What, Speedy? Are you there?" Speedy. Maybe he fell asleep behind Speedy, the you fall asleep behind the wheel again. Here, wake up. <laughs> okay, we don't have to go to break. He said, "Perfect." There's okay. no okay. Um, there's no point now. We'll we'll just get uh, we'll just get yelled at by him later. But that's okay. <laughs> um, pretty much. There's a lot that was said. There's a lot. Yeah. To, there's a lot to digest. We're not going to get into trivia. We're not going to get into push fire job this week. No. We're not going to get into all that. We're going to get into. We'll do MLW a little bit. We'll do it. I would say it as. Do you Quick want MLW possible. this week? Do you want it? Do you think we have? Because we really got to get into New Japan this week. I would go past MLW this week and just get into. Yeah, yeah. You know New Japan at AEW. It was over the time, but it was so worth it. It definitely was. Because I didn't realize how much information that he had. At that he had a lot of good information. Like what, what he talked about. Phenomenal. Dude, he has like inside sources within the WWE. That's amazingly informative what he gave us. That's oh, beyond yeah. good. Um, but I like what he said about NXT. I like what he said about NXT. I like what he yeah. said about Raquel Gonzalez being one of the top women in NXT right now. And the how far she's come along in her career from where she started and where she's going to go, how things are going to turn out for her at NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver tomorrow night. and Which is crazy that that's tomorrow. Yeah. That is crazy that that's tomorrow. It, so time flies, what I'm going to have to do is on both, on both nights, because I'm doing sports loudmouths with Errol Wednesday and Thursday, I have to multitask. So I'm going to have to watch Stand and Deliver at the same time as I'm doing Sports lab mounts tomorrow. And I like how he touched on LA Knight too and uh Bron yeah, Reed, all these I big developmental names. Man. I hate that name. I do not like I that don't name. like the name either. Uh I like Eli Eli Drake better. They should have just problem is again the problem is it's trademark, they can't use it because they just can't use it. It's copyright and they they, they they just can't use it. It's terrible and you know, it's when you look at the whole situation. But he's very excited about NXT. He 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 loves it. Um, he said, expect Cole and Shirai to be called up very soon. It would not shock me if it's the raw after mania. Yeah, I like what he said to go that route. Um, I would get it. And then the matches, too. the matches, he said, Kyle Riley and, uh, Adam Cole and then carrying cross and Finn Balor were going to be the show stealers. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, those, so those two are night one. Night two, excuse me. Those are night two. Yeah, those are night two. two but yeah. Night one is interesting because you have your tag team match that you wanted. You get mm -hmm. MSK, uh, Grizzly uh, Jones, Mets, and. Um, Legato and, del Fantasma. Yeah, yeah. So you get that, and, and you get the women's, women's title match. The underrated thing that. I didn't get a chance to ask him about was the ladder match between Devlin and um, Santos Escobar. Yeah, Escobar. I can't remember the guys that are in the group. I keep forgetting <laughs> the names of the guys that are in the group. That'd be nuts. Um, but it, it's crazy when you look at the situation that, you know, there's so much to look forward to in regards to with NXT and with WrestleMania too. He, he, he said Sasha and Bianca are not going to main event night one. He said it's going to be Drew and Bobby, in part because they feel maybe some, Bianca's not ready yet, which is fair. It's a very fair assessment to say. Mm -hmm. he, and listen, 
His comparison was perfect. I was at WrestleMania 35. The reason why and he I agree with him 110%. Why did they main event the women's match? Well, you had Becky Lynch, who the man character was completely over. You had the biggest women's character in the world in Ronda Rousey. Yeah, you did. You had arguably the best women's wrestler in the planet with the last name of Charlotte Flair. So you had a character that was over, a big character in Ronda, and the best women's wrestler in the world. You add those three elements together, that's why that was the main event. So it's understandable. Plus, they don't want two SmackDown matches main eventing both nights. I would think they want to promote one of the big shows as Raw. Yeah. And let Drew and Bobby have them. And they'll have a good match, Drew and Bobby. Yeah, they will. Uh, I believe in it. They did an impact. They had a nice rivalry. So, And uh, then I like what he said about the Triple Threat Universal Championship match. He's he, going to get booed. Yeah, he said, he, he said that Daniel Bryan might get booed. He might even lose the match. I, might, you know what? Not I even think win. about it, too. I think Edge is going to be the one that wins the match. And that, that would make perfect sense. That would make perfect sense. I think he's going to pin Brian. He'll pin Brian, win the title, and then he'll have a little rivalry with Roman. The weird thing is going to be the whole heel versus heel factor because WWE, yeah. they don't like doing that. They, they like don't like going that direction. That's always what they've done WWE. They've never done it differently. No. Um, so we'll see how that goes going forward. But um, I got but I did like how he touched on that particular uh, subject about the triple threat match. And you're right. I think uh, Edge Edge is definitely winning that match. There's I no think so. So let's get – all right. We have about 10 minutes before we go to our finishing move. It's crazy. This show flew by. Yeah. Um, we got to get to New Japan. Yeah. We got to get to Sakura Genesis. Sakura Genesis. A lot of man. A lot happens during that show. And I want to touch base on the, what match is it? Hold on. I'm looking for it. Oh, I know it. Yeah. So it was, um, not Will Ospreay. That was the main event. That was Kota Ibushi. And Ibushi and Ospreay was the main But I want to talk about, uh, the, the match with Great Ocon and, uh, and the Mr. And Jeff Cobb. Yeah, and I know you've been dying to speak about this. The mystery partner. I had no clue, and, and like you said, Josh, they did the New Japan Swerve. They made it seem like, oh, Toa is not coming back. He's gone. He's not. They haven't used returning it. to New Japan. He, they're not going to be. He's not going to be signed with them anymore, and he's going to be stuck out of the states of Japan, and probably stuck in New Zealand. They made it seem like he was going back to New Zealand, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you see a face pop up on a graphic. For a few seconds, and you can hear Kevin Kelly going, "What? What was that?" And then out comes Toa Hanare, but he's dressed differently. He looks different, and he has that more intimidating appearance to him. Yes, with the gloves and the jacket, gloves, everything, the jacket, the sunglasses, and, and you add the Jeff Cobb factor into it, and Great Khan. They're a badass faction. That's what they are. And you add Will Osprey, who, when you look, it's funny. When you look at the four of them side by side, you would think who's the weakest looking one out of all of them. And it's you got Okan with the teeth, you got Jeff Cobb who looks like a beast, and then you got um um what's his name? Um Koma, um 
who literally <laughs> he look, he looks like Masahiro Chono with the sunglasses on, looking like a total badass with his jacket and the gloves. And then you have Will Ospreay. <laughs> <He's the laughs> yeah, it shocked me because it was the New Japan Swerve, and yeah. I, I I wasn't expecting that. And it it was it was amazing to see the kind of damage. Uh oh! Did we lose Alex this week? There we go. There We're we back. go. <laughs> yeah, we just, we just never we've never seen that. We've never seen that side of him before in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe in other promotions, but definitely not in New Japan. No, not at all. And it was interesting. Um, you know, Kota, um, Kota losing the belt a little quickly, but that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. It looks like the U because Kota will eventually do something. But this is why I hated that they got rid of the IC belt. This is why getting rid of the IC belt was stupid. It was just. I agree. They should have just kept it the way it was. I don't know why. The way it was. And again, here's. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. And the problem is, I think New Japan likes to stick its hands too much in the cookie jar at times. They like to try to be too creative. And that's fine. Listen, I love Austria winning the belt. Right decision. I think he's earned it. And now you're going to have the rivalry with him and Shingo, which is going to lead the way for their summertime. And then I later would, down the road, uh, Okada. For him and Okada, which they've already announced when that match is going to be taking place. Um, I thought, I thought they could have maybe held it off, but I don't know if they're going to have Russell Dynasty at the Garden this year. I don't know. If I don't think it's happening this year. I think it's going to happen next. I would imagine yeah, it will happen year. next year because the problem is with a show like that coming all the way here, they're going to have to sell out that place. Yeah, Otherwise, lose a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to be able to do that. I mean, I know um, Joe Biden said everybody is able to get vaccinated now by April nineteenth. The entire country will be allowed. I mean, look, that's yeah, a- I gotta ask you, what did you think about the re the reunion of Show and Yo as Rapunky Three K and El Desperado? And- so Yo looked a, he looked he used to look a lot muscular. Yeah, he did, of course, with the injury. You know, you're gonna build up that stuff. I mean, Show's an animal. When you look at what the way he looks like, yeah, um, Show is an unbelievable amount of. Yeah, shit. I mean, it's. I was happy to see Yo come back from that injury, and it's good because I think they're still the junior. Are they still the junior tag team champs? Or they? Just, oh, they won them. They won them they off. Won, they the won them off. Yeah, they won them at the show. I watched it. Um, you know, and, and it was it was fascinating because you know you look. It's kind of interesting because there's certain like you're seeing now even Jay White and Hiro and Hiroshi Tanahashi are now having a rivalry. Um, you know, um, the whole thing is fascinating. I know El Desperado is now going to start his rivalry. Looks like with Yo for the Junior Championship, which is interesting. Again, I think they're trying to hold off until Hiromu comes back. That's what I think they're trying to wait on for that big match for Hiromu and Desperado for Hiromu to win it again at another big event. And I feel bad for Hiromu because he's, I think, had the title both times and he was hurt both times. He lost, he won it, but then lost it. Um, you know, so to me, it's just, you know, I, I'm excited about it. I thought the show was a very good show. I thought oh, it, it was. It, it developed well. 
The, they made the United Empire look ridiculously strong. It looks like they now have a rivalry with LIJ. Um, then, I wonder about Bullet Club. Where where are they going to fit into that? Well, again, sure. Jay White is having a rivalry now with Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, no chaos, I guess. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it feels like Evo is kind of lost in the shuffle right now. I know they're yeah. they're, doing, they're doing Tamatanga and Tonga Loa versus um, um, Saber Junior and um, what's his name? Tai Chi. Yeah, Tai Chi. Yes, yes. The Holy Emperor. They're still doing. They're still doing that rivalry. Um, the Dangerous Tekkens, I think I believe they're called. Dangerous Tekkens. Um. So, and they're doing a rival, and they're going to do a match with Tamatanga and Tai Chi for the Iron Fingers in a ladder match. I think it's, I mean, that's a little kind of stupid. If you want to ask me my opinion on it, I mean they're fighting over Iron Fingers. I mean this is this is this is a little st- it's stupid. It was like the brass ring thing on AEW. It was like that. Oh, you mean the thing that looked like a honey? Uh, that looked like a ring from Sonic. Yeah. That or the thing. Honey Nut Cheerios, I thought it looked that like. That thing. I thought the brass ring ladder. I mean, it was just, course. you know, I, I, I kind of, I, I get what New Japan is 100% trying to do. They, they, they're trying to build new things. But like, even like, so you have Master Wadu here. He hasn't done anything. No, he hasn't gone anywhere. Like, I, I'm trying to what figure out what he is. Like, where is, look. I will never discredit what New Japan does. I think, in my opinion, they're the best wrestling promotion in the in the world right now. I think they are. Um, but again, I think sometimes they try to be too, too, too creative when it doesn't need to be done. Um, and now the question now is, where does Abushi go? Yeah, where does this slide? Where does he go from here? Does he maybe take some time off? Does he maybe figure out what um, is is going to happen with him? There's a lot of questions with New Japan right now. There There's is a lot There's of questions. I feel like than answers. Now look, Oscar winning all four it good for him. He's deserved it. Congratulations. Him fighting Okada in the dream match is going to be great because his match with Shingo. They've had five star matches before him and Shingo, but we know Osprey's going to win. He's going to retain the belt to fight. Okada, and then I think what he's going to do is he's going to try to relinquish. Uh, he's going to try to fight off that defeat that he had at Wrestle Kingdom of Okada. Which remember, it was kind of weird at the time. You know, the United Empire had a very, very, very weak Wrestle Kingdom. They really did. I mean, o- the Great Okada lost to Tanahashi. Osprey lost to Okada. I don't know if Cobb was in the group. Yet I'm not sure. No, he wasn't there yet. He was he coming. He lost too, I believe. He lost too, if I'm not mistaken. He was there, so it looked very weak. But and now they look very strong. You got, got three strong individuals. You got Will Ospreay, Aaron Hanare, Great Ocon. Don't forget about B Presley too. Don't do not. No, she's her. out. Remember, she's out. Oh, she is out. Yeah, remember Osprey beat her up. After he won the um, the New Japan Cup, he beat her up. I never saw that. Wow. Yeah, he beat never her up. Yeah, he hit her, and he yeah he he uh, he uh, su- he like super kicked her, kicked her out of the group. Wow, I never saw so that. He's at, and then you have Jeff, and you forgot Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb is yeah. Jeff Cobb's in that group too, but yeah, it's fascinating, man. It is. This is a this is a fascinating one for sure. But 
Oh, Alex, we're at that time already, man. Yeah, we're already are at that time. Uh, so my finishing move is actually one someone I worked with at ACW Proving Ground in 2019 just made his debut with AEW Dark. His name is Mr. A1 Sage Scott, and now he's 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 moving over his his faction and develop uh, developing that into AEW Dark's program, and he has come a long way, man. I mean, the amount of things he has done with WWN and ACW, he was the ACW Cruiserweight Champion at one time, and I I, I can't wait to see what direction AEW goes with him because he is a top talent, in my opinion. Somebody that AEW should definitely look closely at. And I I, he, I can't wait to see the journey continue for him. My finishing move is, is quite simple. Enjoy the biggest week of wrestling. I, I Listen, I understand it's WWE and it may not be the most popular TV show wrestling-wise right now. It's the biggest week of wrestling, man. And it's two mm-hmm. nights again for the second year in a row because it's not going to be happening after this year anymore. It's, it's going to go back to one night next year. Um, and it's, it, you know, we had it with Raw yesterday. It was one of the worst Raws I had ever oh, seen in my life. It was so horrible. Um, the Hall of Fame, you know how, Alex, you know how I feel about the Hall of Fame. I, I think it's phony. I think it's poop and it's garbage. Um, but we got to take over Stand and Deliver tomorrow and Thursday, man. And that's a big, big, big show for mm-hmm. those NXT. This is their last shows they're having before they move to Tuesday nights next week. Friday, you got SmackDown. Saturday and Sunday, WrestleMania Night 1 and WrestleMania Night 2. Um, so, so all the fans out there, please enjoy it. Enjoy it this week to all the fans that are going there live. Um, Be safe. safe out there. Wash your hands. I still think you should have tried, man. I think you should have tried for one of the nights. I, I think this is – Kevin said it. This, this is a historical show that is coming back. Um, you know, this is a, a, a big show that's coming back. I think it's, it's, it's going to be fascinating to watch. Um, and I'm, ex- I, I, I'm excited to see how the crowd in, gets in favor of it. So it'll be good. Uh, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, don't download our app. How do you download our app? It's quite simple. You type in WWSRN. If you have an iPhone, you go to the Apple Store. That's what you type in, WWSRN. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store. Type in Worldwide Sports. You type that in. The app is free. You can check out our show schedules, all of the shows we have on there, as well as files about all of us, our articles, all of our you know clips. If you're driving, you can listen to the audio version of it. Um, everything is free, so check that out. Google, we're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope. You name it, we are on it. We're also on WorldWideSportsRadio.com. Uh, do not forget to check out the brand new show that is coming to the network tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Myself, Errol Marks, Speedy, where are you? There he is, Speedy Petey. Hello, the Josh. The big brand new show tomorrow, the Sports Loudmouth. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow at 9 p.m. to we don't know what time we're going to end. I'll be doing double duty watching that at NXT both nights. Um <laughs> Because, of course, I got to do it for off the mat. And I love NXT TakeOver, so I'm not missing it. That's a fact. Um, so we're going to be doing that. That's for sure. That's tomorrow night. 
And of course, we're going to recap everything next Tuesday after WrestleMania. We're going to get into all of it, what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. We're going to talk about NXT TakeOver. We're probably get we're gonna get to MOW, get to some AEW this week. We're gonna get next week, we're gonna get into all of that because after WrestleMania, we now start to lead to the next big show, which is AEW's double or nothing, which yep. is in May, which yep. is their biggest show. So this is the time Um, you know, so this is gonna be fun. Yep, it's gonna be awesome. Uh Alex, any last things you want to say before we go? Enjoy WrestleMania, everybody. Enjoy NXT TakeOver. It's going to be amazing. Uh, enjoy the weekend and stay tuned. Uh, we'll be back here same time, same same place next Tuesday. Thank you, Kevin Castle, again, of course, for joining us this week. He was phenomenal. He was great to have on, and he's no stranger to the show anymore. He's now a friend of our show, that's for sure. So we're going to stay in touch with him in the future. For myself, for Alex Lowe's, for Lyle Gillen, for Speedy Petey, this is Josh Silverberg signing off. Enjoy WrestleMania week, the rest of this week. Enjoy NXT TakeOver. And for that, we're going to let Kenny Omega take it away. This is Off the Mat on the World Wide Sports Radio Network. What do you have to say, Mr. Omega? I must beat you at you, so say with me now if you know it. Goodbye and good night. Thank you for listening to Off The Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Your source for all things wrestling and sports entertainment. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.